It needs to be. <laughs> and I'll tell you where it needs to be. Up your butt. <laughs> Whose butt? Here. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome to episode 134 of You Watch, I Listen. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. And we'll talk about that later. Um, you know, sadness in the world of wrestling. But uh, we're here. We're having fun. Um, I hyped it up two weeks ago. Surprise guest is going to be calling in a little bit. Um, I, I've not told these guys anything about who it is. I've not even given hints necessarily. Okay. So, but it's, I'll give you some hints now. Um, this person recently had a big change in the world we know them from. Okay. It's someone that I've had a... Uh, indirect relationship with, we'll say. Like, I've, I've talked to them. Um, I've never actually met them, but I've had okay. discussions with them. Um, I've been working on it for a while. It's actually been a few months in the works, actually. And I kept it completely hush-hush because I didn't know if it was going to come through. But I'm really excited for them to call in. Uh, I think you guys will be, too. So, we'll see. But, uh, Taylor, how are you? I'm tired. I want to go home. What are you going to do when you get home? Go right to bed because I'm work is ripping me apart right now. You're gonna go right to sleep. Yeah, dude, that's you, it. You need a hug first. No. Do you want me to tuck you in? Nope. That's not nice. What? Because I, I think about all the times I tucked you in when we lived together that I never asked for. So you so you're openly admitting that you sexually harassed. I didn't. Me. Whoa, 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 oh, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. How many? This times is not my Batman how, glass. Yeah, this, whoa, <laughs> this is not my Batman cup. <laughs> <laughs> one family guy was good. That was I, I. I always love when when they go at Quaz about his terrible opinions on movies and shows. Yeah, I man, just Family Guy's good. I have to be like, dude, you still like Family Guy? Family Guy stopped being funny after like season seven. Family Guy stopped being funny when I, like when I graduated high school. I think it, it peaked for me after they did the whole Star Wars thing, and which were good movies. Honestly, something the, something Dark Side is very the, funny. The first two are really good. The Return of the Jedi one isn't as good. I love Cleveland as R two D two. That's really fun. My favorite part in the second one is when they're um, leaving the, the meteor and then the fucking worm thing pops out, but it's Meg. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they always shit on Meg. I love when Meg is Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, the Jabba. I like in uh, that one when Luke's doing his training, it just turns into the Rocky Four montage. <laughs> Drago! Yeah. Uh, Josh, how are you? Uh, okay. Anything exciting in your life? Not at all. Well, I guess we'll talk about Christmas a little bit. Um, anything good we got. And um, this week, I'm going to be reviewing Dillinger Escape Plans. Uh, one of us is the killer. And I'm uh, reviewing the movie Palm Springs. Which Josh also watched. Yes, I did. And um, we got some other fun stuff. We're in week 17 of the NFL season, the last week of the year. Um, our standings haven't budged too much. Um, it's make or break for both Taylor and myself. And it's on Josh not to be a product of his favorite team and blow it in the fourth quarter. Uh, he's like, I might. So it's going to be really interesting. A surprise guest calling in. Uh, we'll talk some New Year's resolutions if we have any. Some Christmas wrap-up. This is episode one. Oh, yeah. And our top 10 albums in 100 episodes with Taylor. This is Taylor's 100th episode as the co-host of You Watch, I Listen. Fuck yeah. So fuck we're gonna you, be, Ralph. We're gonna, yeah, fuck Ralph. Um, we're going to be doing our top 10 movies that I've given him, and I'm going to be doing my top 10 albums that he's given me. Uh, really exciting. I did not get a chance to finish my top 50 songs. I, I put together about 20 of them. Yeah, I just did albums, too. Yeah, so it's going to be really cool to do that. Uh, so just stick around for episode 134 of You Watch, you I, watch listen. I Listen. podcast starts now.
uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. Oh, suck it nice and slow. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. What did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Josh and Taylor. What? Um, I, I started watching because I caught it on like channel 83. And IFC is a really good, like, just regular channel because they'll play movies that aren't censored, but there are commercial breaks. Okay. Okay. So you'll get the full cursing, the nudity, the violence. And the fucking ladies' man was on with Tim Meadows. And I turned it on at one of my favorite scenes when he's arguing. And he just goes, Do you want to do it in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally right when I, it's not a good movie at all. I would say that's in the bottom tier of SNL movies. Yeah. They haven't made a movie. Movie in a long time, have they? MacGruber was MacGruber the last was one. The last one MacGruber was okay. You know what? The first time I saw MacGruber, I didn't like it, and I watched it a couple years ago, and I was like, "All right, I get what they were doing here. It actually has some really funny parts." And Will Forte is a fucking riot. He's very funny. I love him on the league with his gum. The, uh, he was actually he has a small he has a cameo in uh, How I Met Your Mother. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, dude, he's too. he's just a funny fucking dude. He's one of those dudes I can look at and I just laugh. Yeah, dude. Because his delivery's weird. I mean, he, you know, he was part of those bro- the uh, uh, beer fest. Beer fest. Was fucking funny. He was on. I, um, I think you should leave with the I, crying baby on the plane. Moves it bucket twenty meters. <laughs> I haven't watched beer fest in God knows. I those I, broken lizard movies still hold up, man. I I like beer fest. I love Super Troopers. See, I, I did not love Super Troopers too. I loved. I I. For, just for the sake of being entire fan service, I loved it. Sure. But uh, Super, Super Troopers was like the funny movie. The shit, yeah. Right? When I was a kid and then I saw Beer Fest. Beer Fest to me is still... I like Beer Fest more. Well, you know now. what I think happened to me with Beer Fest is that came out when I was working at the movie theater. So you saw so it a lot. I, I saw it when they did the pre-screening for all the employees and then just the amount of times I was in the theater, like... A slow like um, Tuesday night, and I would just go sit in the theater and watch a half hour of it at a time. Right, and I probably saw it in that time probably ten times. Hot and, cheese soup, but it is really fucking funny. It's, it's a, a really funny really funny movie. But, thinking, like like you can't say half the stuff. No, no, like, God no. Like just like the funniest part was uh, you know at the end with the with the das boot when he goes he has the eye of the Jew he's our anchor. <laughs> you, like, you, like you can't say that shit. No, anymore. you can't. I mean he's only the star David if in you his face. do it you have to do it in a very obviously like um sat- satire character like Borat. Yeah. That's the only way you can do it. Um, so Taylor, how was your week? It was fine. Um, uh, you know I've gotten back into dating apps. Yeah, you uh, you sent me some screenshots. Shots. My God. Um, this, what this was the, the one that she was just a fucking clearly an unstable individual? So uh, I I I got, I I'd just rather not say what her name was. Not that it matters, but uh, yeah, she like we're just having normal conversations. Like we're talking, like we're talking, we're talking about music, movies, and food, and, and like anything. Just try, basic sure. small talk. And then somehow we get on politics. And how, do, do you mind me asking how it weaved into that? Like, did she just ask, like, so where do you lean politically? Something so along those she, lines? She asked what my 10-year plan was. Okay. Right? And I explained it very vaguely because I've never thought that far ahead, to be honest okay. with you. Okay. And she got mad 
because I never mentioned at once mentioned a, having a wife, and I said just like you know whatever I said, I just never once mentioned having a partner or a wife, and then she somehow took that sentence. It's hard without context, but I, and she goes, so you didn't mention anything about that, so you're just so. So you just want to have a housewife? I go, oh I go, my I go, god! I, I have to read it. Yeah, please. I need to I hear have, the, the to context it. of it. Because I wish we had it printed out so I could be her and you could be you. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you could be Garba and yeah. I could be Dudley again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that fucking garbage. I, I already thought about it the other day. <laughs> it was funny though. Like it was fucking stupid, but naturally, you know, he made it, me Dudley. Yeah, of course. You so, you are a Dudley. I mean, like I, in another I, life, you were or will be a Dudley, I, I, like what? Dudley Dursley. I guess so. Whatever. So okay. Uh, so she, uh, you know, I lean one way, she leans another way, and she goes, "I think we think differently." And I go, "Whatever." I go, "So you're just assuming that I believe." Uh, no, so you're just assuming that because I believe in certain things, and I don't believe in you like you're saying because I don't. You're insinuating I don't believe in like different taxes, healthcare problems, and based I based on one thing. Based on one thing I said, which was essentially one day have two kids with a nice house while I while I run my business. My side hustle becomes a full time job and I continue to pass the company down another generation. I oh, mean, that's you know, dude, that that's very unreasonable of you. And I said, <laughs> I, I mean my plan for tomorrow is to do chores around the apartment and help my mother out with the Christmas decorations, but that's as far as I've gone. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, okay. I go, What's up? She goes, Yes, I think uh, I think I just realized, you know, I'm this and you're this. And I go, what's the problem with that? And she said all these different things. I go, but you insinuated a woman would take care of a house. I go, when did I what? say that? So she just assumed because you said have kids, a house, pass down the company. That meant that the the old broad is staying home. Yes. Okay. That's what that, she insinuated. That's because th this is the psychology of this. Deep down, that's what that bitch wants. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. And it's not me being misogynistic. She wouldn't see that unless it's what she wanted to see. So I, I, here's where it gets. So I go, where did I say that? She sends the same exact text I sent, and I go, w again, where did I insinuate that my wife would be a stay-at-home wife? She goes, not once did you bring up your wife. The children though would take over the business, and I go, because either my either my wife would want to work with me or have a career of her own. Either way, it's her choice in all caps, yeah, I, not mine. I'd have been like, you didn't ask like what my mom does with our family company, and I go, yeah, just like it's been passed down in my family the last five generations. She goes. Uh, okay, you're uh, you're probably judging me. And yeah, goes, I am stupid. I go, I am. I go, I, I well, because she's what she said. Her fucking thing was was like, you know, uh, get married, have one biological kid, adopt four others, have a bunch of threesomes. And I said that's oddly spe specific. But that's oh my very god, funny. she wants to be a she's a swinger, dude. I know. What are you doing? You fucked up. <laughs> I, and, I, and I go, I respect that you want that, but just because I tried to make a joke, now now I'm judging you. You don't even know you don't even know me like that, and you're just making that assumption. And she goes, I feel like you may not agree with my lifestyle. I go, I don't even know who the fuck you are. To I don't agree even know or your lifestyle. Just be okay. So this is again the psychology of this. She thinks that you don't agree with her lifestyle because she's already taken five sentences you've said to her and completely assumed what your lifestyle is. And it's it's but it's, and here, and here's the part that sucks Ugh. about about the like the new the newfound dating fangle bullshit is that a lot like it's not even just women but like a lot of people will just like like this person will jump down your throat. Of course, and you want to jump down her throat. Of course. 
with your but, wiener. Yeah, that ab- absolutely. <laughs> but like, it just it doesn't. It, well, why, but why even have that conversation? I think that dating apps are can be really, really beneficial. But obviously, there are certain nuance that is lost to them because half the time, I don't know. Is this one? This is Hinge, right? Yes. Okay, so if you remember on like Tinder, it was anyone could message him. If I swipe right in the girl and she swipes at me, I could shoot her a message right away. On OkCupid, you could just message anyone, plenty sure. of fish. On a lot of them now, I think on Bumble, the girl has to initiate the message specifically because of the amount of creeps that were just like, hey, you're really pretty. You want to suck my cock? Like, that kind of stuff. So Hinge is kind of like that, but like, if it gets really weird, so I think the landlord, I don't know oh. who this is. I don't know. You come come in. Who is this? I knew it. I fucking, I fucking knew it. The There's first your, thing I said, and as soon as he starts posting about, oh, I got a plane ticket, all this other fucking shit, I fucking knew it. Uh, and our surprise guest isn't anyone famous. It's uh, our boy Richie. Lacey, be quiet. Are you leaving or are you going to hug him? I can't tell. <laughs> I'm leaving. Okay, coming out. <laughs> Yo, fucking reeks, dude. <laughs> what is he reeks? What does he smell like? He smells like uh, skunk. Uh, let me bring up his mic. This is great audio, guys. What's up, dude? What's up? Yeah, so All right, so we got a barking dog. Richie's here. T- Dan and Taylor are both standing up. Nobody's at the microphone but me. So. Uh, Richie's here. Yes. Uh, we haven't seen Richie in a while. Last time I saw Richie, we were at Manfro's house shotgunning White Claw. Yes. Um, we saw Richie over the summer when you couldn't come. It was just like a random, like, Sunday. Yeah, there you go. You met Richie once. Relax your ass. And, uh, so Richie's here. Uh, he's home for Christmas. We'll wait for her to leave the garage. Oh, very nice. And then, uh, we'll do that. <laughs> Are you just giving out Christmas presents? <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so, dude, take a seat. We'll chat. We were just uh, talking about Taylor on dating apps. Oh, um, well, I, I, yeah, you. We, I know that you've been on dating apps and you love them too. So, just pull down the mic to you and talk, you put the headphones on. I, make sure his headphones are on. I guess. Uh, I think they are. And uh, yeah, he didn't want to do an audio test before. No, I. Well, I it was it's also of, it's your fault, really. Yeah, can you hear out of the headphones? You got to put them on your ears usually. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what you have to do, Rich. Oh, no, uh, okay. I think got to play with the wire or something. I, I so, just heard it. Okay. There. You, th- okay. It. There you go. Now you pull down the. In and out. There you go. It, the old in and out, like you never get to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, Richie. What's up, guys? Get, move you, the you mic. Can you pull see that down. Yeah, you you can, that, that's adjustable. Pull it down like right in front of your mouth, like we're doing. Okay. And then yeah. <laughs> okay. You look like Lemmy from Motorhead right now. <laughs> yeah, but I wish she did look like Lemmy right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I think actually today. You don't need to play with that. That's just tightening oh, it. It almost it just, fell you, off. Did it? Oh. Yeah. He's just got to hold the arm the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there. Turn his up a little bit because I think that one's a little more quiet. What's up, dude? Not much. How about you guys? What the fuck are you doing here? I came up for Christmas, and then today was my niece's birthday, so I came I'm gonna up help. Oh, is, is, that, is that why I saw it uh, on your Instagram story? You dressed up as Woody from yeah, Toy Story? Yeah, she likes Toy Story. How did you break this within five seconds of I being know, in the air? I man. Eat a lobster eye. So, basically what's happening now is that Richie sat down and instantly broke the microphone and the stand that it's it sits still on. still not good. It's going to fall right off. No, I can see it. Yeah, it's like... But here's the thing. Nobody uses that mic ever. No. Yeah, the so, last person that did was Bob, so Bob broke it. Yeah, yeah fuck uh, yeah, you, Bob. Yeah, Bob broke you, it. Bob. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Kidding, Bob, I love you. Yeah, I think that's who you said you missed the most. <laughs> I know, I texted him, I was like, you know I missed the most? Bob. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like him. <laughs> All right, now you can pull it up closer to your mouth and you'll be good. Damn, so when did you get into town? Uh, I came in 
Wednesday night, I flew in. Oh, I nice. flew in, and then I'm leaving Saturday the 2nd. Nice. Okay. So when you walked up, I saw you, and Taylor's like, oh, I think the landlord's coming in. And then you knock. He's like, I don't know who the fuck it is. Well, you know, you know, looking at it now in hindsight, like, nobody ever knocked except for Richie. <laughs> That's why I told him to do it. <laughs> told me to knock. I, like, I told him to do it for that very reason, because I was explaining to the landlord, like, I told him to do that, because he would show up to Greg's house, and we're just hanging out, and then either ring the doorbell or knock, and then walk in right after. Yeah, immediately. Well, that's that's one of my favorite Richie stories of all time. Is like me 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 laying on the couch, fucking gone, and Richie Richie came back from vacation, and Vaca- uh, vacation. He, he came back from vacation. We call it recation. You, you yeah. yeah. You the landlord, uh, Greg, and uh, ears left to go to the bar. Okay. And it's not five minutes after you guys leave. He knocks on the door, and I'm out of my mind on the couch. And he just goes up the stairs. He flies up the stairs, and like he's on a game show, just. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm here, everybody. Yeah. And it was just me. I go, oh, Richie, what's up, dude? And you've been sober since then. And he's like, oh, yeah, everybody left. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, oh, what the Very fuck? cool. Yeah, you, you disappeared after you got a F5'd at a Halloween party oh, and God. speared by Taylor. And Gord, yeah. And Gord. What else? No, that wasn't the same night with the fireworks. No, no, that was a four, that was a Memorial Day party, the fireworks. That was pretty good. You're like a resident jackass. And what's crazy is, like, that was a few years ago. You were a little more fucked up. You'd probably still do all those things. You probably no, still let Man pretty good, but you let Manfro F five. You chased you. me down the street. Um, I don't know because I saw him like the other day, and I kind of like said something. I was like, "Man, I can't do half the shit we used to do." <laughs> well, okay, let me rephrase. You won't let him F five you. He'll just do it to you. Yeah, he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it it's to you either, at some point. He either loves me or really hates me, and there's like no in it, between. Well, it's a true love hate relationship. Yes, yeah. Sometimes Dude, he just wants to beat the shit out of you. Dude, you yeah. fucking chased me down the street in your Borat fucking <laughs> bathing suit like two Halloweens ago. Dude, that was so funny when he showed up. Well, it, I. Because it's not because it's just dark here. You got no fucking lights. Well, no, there's this lime green V flying. I told at him me. that was so funny. Is I told him we were having a costume contest, and I was like, "Dude, if you get this costume, you're gonna win." He shows up, and he's like, "Dude, I'm so winning the contest." I'm like, "There's no contest." And then he put his bare ass in that costume in my dolphin's chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally that. in the corner still. No one has sat in it. No, that's not true. On my birthday, when I didn't make it till 9:30, I was sitting in it. Oh, when, when, was that the one you the, were really messed up? Was when I was really fucked up. That was a rough Bro, night. He, he he drank like like single malt scotch in like twenty minutes. <laughs> and I was you I was, can't do that. And also, he brought the apple pie moonshine. Moonshine. And then, but you and also then drank the sake, sake that I night. I drank sake and I smoked. You almost showed your uh, showed your helmet to ears that night. Uh, what's oh, funny I is remember that, that. You're, I have that, a video. There's like, a video, and I, I <laughs> that's how you know I've grown up a little bit because. Ten years ago, Dan would have yeah. just whipped it out, no matter who the was door coming. Door starts opening, and you're like, "I'm going to show this person my helmet," and I'm like, "It's ears." <laughs> <laughs> Was like, hey, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I, I have not gotten drunk like that since then. Um, that was his, fu- I literally, I didn't make it till 9.30 on my own birthday. What a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I left, and I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my way home. I didn't even make it home yet, and Bob sends me a video of you just with a bottle. Like, you, like Greg used to pass out with a beer in his hand. Yeah. You just passed out in the chair out here, like, with a, with a, with a bottle of scotch. Oh, my God. I, I woke up on the, um, in the guest room bed that morning, or that, like, at, like, 3, 4 in the morning. Yep. And the landlord's like, did you puke on the bed? I'm like, no. And I look, and there's a fucking dead mouse in it from one of the cats. I'm like, yep, that's what I get. <laughs> fucking asshole. You are ass. All right, let's continue. Um, we were talking about the dating app. We were doing, how was your week? Let's go to Josh. Josh, how was your week? I didn't even get uh, to finish. Oh, wait. Really we're, interrupted. We're, we're, but anyway, so the moral of the story was, I talked dating to Dating apps suck. I talked to this lady. Actually, it's gotten a lot better recently, to be very honest with you. But I talked to this lady. She was fucking nuts. And she insinuated that I was misogynistic, that because I didn't, in, I didn't, in, in, 
you, put you my wife in my 10-year plan. You didn't, didn't mention your it. wife. I didn't mention that I had a wife. And she just assumed that meant she would be a stay-at-home wife. She'd be a stay-at-home wife. And then she and then we decided to fucking yell at and, each other about politics for about And you know what's hour. crazy? Her assuming that is a negative thing is actually more misogynistic Wait. because that that's like so, that's that's her thinking that being a stay-at-home mom is like a negative. That's a tough fucking job, dude. Wait, like, yeah, yeah. dude, I wouldn't want to be yeah. the one staying home with the fucking kids all day. And frankly, they should take they should get tax breaks for the mothers that do do that because they're fucking doing a job uh, in itself raising fucking kids and taking care of the fucking house. So she was being misogynistic, the fucking cunt. Oh, yeah, that's not even the best part, right? So like she, we're, we're, like she like different fucking political topics and like what how do you feel about it? And I said, "Okay, so how do like what are your thoughts on capitalism?" And she texts me back immediately and goes, "I don't know, I'm a socialist. What's the difference?" Uh, and I go, well, "There's a big are, difference, I, I go, stupid." I go, "How are you going to debate me in anything if you say you're one thing?" You don't even know what it is. Yeah, you just uh, you, you, you just think you're a socialist I, because you don't like but that's certain all, people. But that's not me saying I'm for or against. No, I'm of course, like, of course. Like, I, I get what you're saying. How can you have an opinion on something, saying that you don't like something, and not even know what your own stance is? I, so basically, I hope you marry her. No, no um, shot. I there was the other girl that you sent the screenshot of. She messaged him and said, "Sexy AF." And obviously, anyone over the age of twenty. Four. 20 will no 20 saying AF should be invalidated but the fact her name was Michelle and she spelled it with one L fuck her dude uh, fuck her yeah, Richie yeah Richie's warning sign Richie she sends that message that says sexy AF and I literally took a screenshot sent it to these guys and just said I'm <laughs> I'm conflicted yeah because <laughs> AF like I at first I was gonna be like are you conflicted because she's clearly a liar when she called you sexy or was it the <laughs> AF thing sorry I'm sorry that was an alley-oop that was rude it wasn't an alley-oop it was no it wasn't the one L too that's a the, the one L is the deal breaker for me I didn't even notice that until he brought it up and I got even more <laughs> mad yeah it's a warning man. see that's I'm gonna point out all the things that you might miss and even if like you're in love with a girl I might like notice something like oh she's got a lot of skin tags, and hopefully you notice that first, and then you're going to hate her. You've done that before. <laughs> but pointing at people's skin tags? Yes. Yeah, because they're disgusting. Uh, <laughs> they ask what your horoscope is? I'm oh, like, wait, oh, as soon as God, they talk to yes. me about... No. Listen, I, I don't care if like you're kind of into it, and you're just like, oh, that person's this, so they act like this. Fine. But if you're saying, oh, if you ask me right away what my sign is, I'm going to send you a picture of me giving you the finger. That's yeah. my fucking sign. It's weird. It's like, yeah, if they're like, hey, our signs don't match. Like, hey, you're the moon, and I'm the, and I'm the sun, and I'm like, I don't it's like, oh my no, god! Oh, it's like, oh my god! I'm a Sagittarius too. I don't my, give a fuck. My, my sign is my asshole. <laughs> Deal with that. It's gross and hairy. Like, what's your sign? Just send a picture of Boba Fett. My, just, yeah, here's my sign. It's fucking Boba Fett. Josh, how was your week? Uh, solid. You know, I, uh, I busy. Always busy. Uh, this week is actually a lot busier than normal. Christmas week. Wonderful. Yeah. Guns for Christmas presents. A lot. Are actually. bullets stocking stuffers? Uh, not right now because you can't find any. Yeah, you can't find bullets right now. I know it's crazy. Ima- well, everyone's getting ready to raid DC on the inauguration day. Dude, imagine going in your stocking and pulling out a thirty-eight special. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That'd be cool. I know. I do actually. I know a couple people that are planning to go to DC on the day that Pence is supposed to confirm the vote. And um, yeah, it's not good. Stupid. <laughs> do it's, what? Um, I don't think well, these people. Cry about it. These people. Yeah, 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 you're doing exactly the thing you hated all the liberals just, for, just, you just dummy. Like, just like Get you lost. Yeah, it's like, dude, dude, literally, we we bitched and made fun of the Hillary Clinton supporters for four years about them not being able to take the loss. You're doing the same thing, except this time you're saying that they straight up rigged it rather than Russia influenced it. You're doing the same thing. You liberals, um, extreme liberals and extreme conservatives are one and the same. They both yeah. should both both fuck off. They're fucking babies. All of them. Can't all of them. So, um, 
Well, let's let's continue, Richie. Um, how have you been? How have you been? It's been I, a while since. You, I've been pretty good, man. You know. Are you happy to be home? Uh, nah. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go back home already. When do you go back? Uh, the, uh Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing the rest of the week? Um, just hanging out with my parents, and then that bad a little more. Yeah. That's I know. <laughs> I mean, I try not to hang out with a lot of people because the whole fucking COVID. COVID like, yeah. When I go back before I go to work, I gotta take that test. Yeah. The I, nose swab. Dude. I did well, that shit once. It's miserable. Want to do it well, again, it's soon, I think it's next month it's coming out, is the rapid test you'll be able to get in CVS yeah. that you could take on your own. Um, it's going to be like 30 bucks in the store. Okay. That'll, honestly, I think help mitigate a lot of things because... Well, that'll get sold fact, out and get resold very quickly. Oh, my God. Like the P- I, Dude, we should start a business. No. <laughs> we'll be doing resales of them. We buy them for 30 We sell them for 300 No, I'm good. <laughs> Come on. It's a good idea. People would buy them, too. Yeah, people would absolutely well, we, buy them. Fucking dumb enough. Dude, I mean, people were doing it with the fucking masks. Shit, that dude I told you about from town that um, he was trying to sell masks like right at the peak of when all this started. He got like a bunch of like the 10 packs of the sur- of the surgical masks and he was trying to sell them for 50 bucks each. And he's also a crackhead. So yeah, fuck him. Oh, um, let's continue. How was Christmas for you, Taylor? It was fine. I mean, uh, Get anything I- good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got a couple things. It was mostly, like, clothes and stuff that I wanted. We're at the age where, like, I, it's so funny. Like, 15, I, I, 10 years ago, me, 15 years ago, me, I get clothes, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> now I'm like, clothes, yes. But, like, I, socks? I, I, bed but, like, sheets. I, I don't, bed sheets. Bed sheets, hell yeah. yeah. But, like, no, I, I don't even really want anything. Like, uh, same thing. Do you want a hug? My, no, definitely not Definitely not from you. But, Rich, like. From Richie? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, no, but I, I gave you a hug when you got in. Yeah, it's true. But, no, yeah. so, like, like, my mother always asked me every year, it's like, well, what do you want? What do you want? She's like, write me a list. I go, I'm not a fucking child. I go, I'm not going to yeah, write a list. Like, like, like a lot of like a lot of uh, people in their 20s still fucking do. Well, wait, I actually know someone that's in their 30s that still does. Like, I remember J- Jared texted us and he goes, I was just with Spooner and his mom was like, I need your Christmas list. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're still writing a Christmas list. It's like, yeah, because he looks like he's 12. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha, get your sister's shoes out of here. <laughs> Dude, um, that is one of the funniest that it, that, outbursts that I, was good. I, I ever saw. Josh, how was your Christmas? It was all right. What'd you do? You got drunk on Christmas Eve. I got oh, yeah. Yeah. bombed out. Where Christmas. were you? My parents' house. And you just, uh, like, okay, you're at your parents. You had to get drunk? Yeah. <laughs> You know, is my that the moral? Sister's fiance was there, and that kid is fucking a hard pill to swallow. So, and your no, sorry, say it right. Your future brother-in-law. Yep. Future family. That's it, it man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, t- I took a twelve-pack of Molson's with me, and I drank uh, drank eight of them uh, within thirty minutes of being there. <laughs> dude, <laughs> see, you, you can leave West Melford, but West Melford never leaves no you. Way, dude. <laughs> Speaking of getting drunk, like, dude, I went to a bar. Yeah, you went to a bar this a week. Real bar. Why? Because it was fucking. <laughs> Great, dude. See, if I, I can imagine, if I was into bars, I'd be happy to go back to one for yeah. sure. No, if I, I mean, was, I, I, I'm not not into bars. I'm not saying why are you going to a bar? Like, why'd you go to a bar? Why'd you go to a bar now? Because I because I wanted you to. Can. Who'd you go with? Where? I, I went with my uh, my coworker Drew. Okay. Was out in Clifton. So you know, it was, how packed was it? Not packed at all. Okay. It, it's a very divey bar, so it's you know it's mostly like metalheads, punk rock people. Like it, they're my they're my people. You know what I mean? So it was really nice to go out and hang out for a little bit. And around 10, 10 o'clock, they shut it down. But the guys like you know, 
we don't we we can keep drinking just like not in here. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, just you know, stand out on the sidewalk. Fucking and we'll speak easy. And, and we'll and we'll hand you beers through the uh <laughs> through the window. That oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So bars. yeah. So like we were standing outside just drinking, and everyone was spaced out. So there's no big deal. I, I if it was like a cran bar, like what Portobello looked like the night before, no, no, no. fucking shot. Ma- oh, ma- like oh, dude, it, they had like 200 people there the night before Thanksgiving, oh, and yeah. like they're it's a really good restaurant yeah. and bar in Port- Portobello in Oakland. No, but they're oh, fucking yeah, stupid. They're fucking stupid no, to do that. You're talking maybe about 30 people max. Yeah, I and, it's, and it's like 30 people that all knew each other. See, that you know to me I mean? isn't that isn't a big deal of that. Like, if you're going chill trying to go to fucking pack bar. I just saw in Newark that some motherfuckers started running the bar out of like an abandoned warehouse <laughs> and they the cops raided it. They had like 150 people in there. They were serving, they had like a bar set up without a liquor license so the two girls that were running the bar got arrested. Oh, like, you fucking sucks. idiot. Like, yeah. dude, if you really want to do it, find the, go to the fucking woods. We, we perfected yeah. This art in West Melford in high school when we couldn't drink at someone's house, we had woods parties and we did it. Yeah. It didn't matter the season. We did it in the winter, the summer, yeah. the spring. We, we did it. We did. There's no way the fucking cops. Were yeah, and, until um, the kid in our graduating class started narking out all the parties. <laughs> yeah, if you remember that, oh, remember. our cl- our What's class pre- our class president. Um, What's his uh, name? James Bashevsky. <laughs> I'll just say it. I don't care. He he got everybody. busted. He was he was our class president, the biggest dealer in our graduating class, and then he started narking everyone out, and parties were getting set up just to get rid. Um, and he like randomly all of a sudden the drug drug sniffing dogs started coming in like once Remember every two weeks. School? Yeah, oh, and like literally, I, Ralph was so wor- worried because I shared a locker with me at one point and it always oh, smelled like, like weed. I was like, I never had drugs on me. I just smelled like weed. <laughs> I used to have the gym teacher. What was the old dude, Mister like Hartland, whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Yo, don't bring stuff in tomorrow. We're like, why? And he's like. Dogs, but I didn't tell you. That. Dogs, but that was like somebody's that, like, "Where's your stash?" He goes, "I leave that in my drawer at the house." See, <laughs> see, there's different levels of appreciation you can have for teachers giving you tips. At that age, we appreciated the teacher telling us that the drug sniffing dogs yeah. were coming in. In eighth grade, on our trip to New Jersey, we appreciated uh, I forgot his name telling us that G String Divas was on at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> Do you remember that, dude? I forgot who it was that told us, but I uh, told all of us G String Divas was on, so we didn't get to go to DC in eighth grade, like yeah, most. DC sniper. The DC sniper. So we, we no Camden. They took us to Camden. I would have rather taken my chances the with the sniper. The, the aquarium was really cool for the first like hour and a half, then they kept us there for five hours. It was like a one story. Six thing. Flags was dope. Six Flags yeah, was always like, dope. But um, I so the G String Divas things happened, and then there was a kid in our class that decided. <laughs> mind you, mind you, in the rooms it was two beds and it was two dudes to each bed, right? Yeah, there's like four. One of the dudes decided that he needed to pull his pud that night. Right? So he pulled his pod, finished, he finished, goes to sleep. The next morning they wake up and his fucking bed is like, looks like he just had his period for the first time. It's bleeding. There's blood all over the sheets. Like the fucking horse head in the Godfather. He cut his dick on a hangnail and didn't know like ever so slightly. Dude, it literally was the bloodiest show you'd ever see. What do you mean? I mean, he had like the tiniest hangnail and you think about like how the the dick is very sensitive, dude. You might have actually met this guy. He was at Ralph's wedding, and I definitely yes. pretty sure I'm int- I introduced I'm him to you. Sure yeah. said that to him. Too. You definitely. Oh, dude, I can't see him. Sense. I can't see him without if I don't say it, thinking it the whole time. Like we could have like a really deep, like introspective conversation, and the whole time I'm thinking, oh, he cut his dick jerking off in the bed with another man. He cut his dick jerking off in bed with another man. Knew about it too. That was the worst. Dude, because someone yelled, oh, dude, he cut his dick. He's bleeding. <laughs> I literally, we all like we piled in. And it was fucked up what they did to us in the rooms. They duct taped the doors shut. Well, yeah. Amazing 
major fire hazard. And all of us tried breaking down the doors. Yeah, yeah. I remember some, I don't remember what girl it was, but she stuffed tampons in my bag and I chewed up red Skittles and I spit into them. Oh. So they look gross. And then I shoved them under the door and Mr. Zakharov comes in. Is there a girl in here? Like, yeah, we're having her fling her tampons around, dude. So you knew that dude was a virgin. <laughs> that guy, that teacher hated us because we all knew that at like age 30, he still lived with his mom and was a teacher <laughs> and we knew where he lived. Like, oh, your mom dropped you off at the dance too? Dude, he, dude, he would, he would, he would make you, if you pissed him off in class, he would call you rude. He said, you are rude. R-U-D-E. Go get the dictionary and read the defini definition of rude to everyone in class. And the one time he told me to do it, I was like, I'm just going to go to in school yeah, with right? Mr. Conlin, that fucking creep. That dude looked like a pedo too. Remember yeah, the Macapin? Psoriasis, dude. He had oh. psoriasis. He looked oh, like Herbert yeah. the pervert from Family Guy, like a younger version. And he was in my my cabin on the Fairview trip in eighth, oh. in seventh grade. And Bobby was in our cab. I don't. Were you in the cabin with Bobby? I don't remember if it was Bobby or Manfro that was me. It was probably because I, I was with Kevin. Okay, so in the middle of the night, like they made us turn off all our lights at like ten o'clock. And he, I he, literally Conlon was in our cabin. Which who the fuck set that up? And he goes, "You guys want some tootsie rolls?" <laughs> the next thing I know, I get pelted with a tootsie roll. He's throwing candy at us. I'm like, holy shit, my butthole's in danger. And then Bryce shut his pants. <laughs> yeah. we, and a teacher went around and told everybody a, that. A teacher's the one that told everyone. He's he like, hey, did you hear about Bryce? Oh, but he shit his pants. He, he, he called, <laughs> he, to this day, people call him Hershey Squirts. And he kind of embraces at this yeah, point, which cool I, with it. oh yeah, yeah, Bryce is awesome. Um, what school did you guys fucking go to? When we, Melford, we tell him West Melford stories, Christ. like in text, that I really shouldn't be telling here. And I've told a bunch of them here anyway. Yep. But he's like, holy shit. Dude, dude, holy shit. So fucked up. Dude, yeah, dude. like, like we, we have seen some shit. Yeah, and if we haven't. It's the epitome of white trash. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. And, 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 like, all of us had, like, some of us had direct interactions with it, and but all of us had at least third party, party by proxy. Oh, yeah. Like, we, there was different <laughs> levels to it. Richie, do you remember uh, in Mr. Bialkin's class when uh, he asked everybody what they wanted to be by the time they were 25? And he got to uh, Brian. What did he say? Brian he cook. Yeah, so he got to so Taylor, this kid has major birth defects. You've heard the story about it. The kid who was born without an esophagus oh, yes. that we've talked about. He ate cat yes. duty. So he gets he's going around the class asking us all what our life goals are, what we see for ourselves by the time we're twenty five. And he's about to get to this kid Brian. And this kid CJ is in our class. <laughs> and he's fucking dead. He's, he's drugged took, out. He's, he's he took, drugged he out. He took like three Zannies before the class. He's fucking <laughs> dead on his desk. And he gets to Brian. Brian, CJ fucking lifts his head up. Brian's goal is to live until 25. <laughs> It was so funny when we what saw when I saw CJ at Nick's wedding. Oh my god! And now CJ's like this big hippie. His hair he looks like Kenny G and Weird Al. Like it's really strange. Yeah, his hair was his crazy. hair was down to here, dude. Yeah. It was really bizarre. And I've known CJ my whole fucking life. He lived right around the corner from me. That was cool seeing people there. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Some of them I was like I thought I would talk to more, and then I was like, oh, he, you got weird. <laughs> you got yeah. weird, dude. Um, Richie, how was your Christmas being uh, home? It was good. It was yeah. I did it with my parents, and then we FaceTime my sister because she was out west. Yeah, she was just out here recently, so I didn't think she was going to yeah. come back out. And they drove out. Yeah, yeah, they drove. And they're on the west coast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah there was no way she was driving out again yeah, no, so within three months. We had a FaceTime with her, and I was just kind of like, fuck her. Like, I was like, I'm like, let's open gifts. And I'm like, we have to wait for her time. And I was like, what? That's three hours from now. Yeah, yeah. Was your niece excited to see you? Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. so you're happy to see her. Yeah, I, I legit... I told my parents, I was like, listen, I am only came up for her. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't need to see you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I saw well, what do you have planned for the rest of the time you're up here? 
Uh, just pretty much hang out. Go to another cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> go hang out with ghosts again. I see half the people I knew that are fucking dead. That's true. Like, if we go to any cemetery nearby, there's a good chance it's almost a high school reunion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that a while back. I'm like, how many kids are fucking dead at our grade? It, and kids I knew were... If you look between our grade and the two above us and two below us, I would say the grades average probably eight. Yeah. Dead, right? About eight between them. And if we're talking, if we're including during high school, it's probably higher. Yeah. Post high school, I'd say eight. If you're including people that died during school, because um, you got to think, you know, Marion in seventh grade, Alan, um, Nick Cardacia, um, uh, Amy and Ryan, there were all those throughout there. And there was definitely someone else that I'm forgetting yeah. in there, but. Yeah, West Milford rules. Yeah. Well, thinking, remember, Good heroin. Remember the old group I was in, SH? Stay high. Yes. I'm like, dude. Yeah, he was in a group called SH. In jail, or I'm like, I used to say shit. the thing for West Milford was knocked up, locked up, or doped up. Yeah. And now I forgot to add dead to it. Well, uh, yes. well that was yeah. like in Pompton. Like, it, it, Pompton Lakes had in high school fraternities. And it was the weirdest fucking thing because these fraternities had been in the school for like 50, 60 years. What? Like OGD and SKD were like two rival factions in our school. We had those in West Milford. Yeah. Let's be fair. PPP. Dops. Dops. Yeah. Dirtbags of Pinecliff. Yeah. No, but the thing is, but but it wasn't like, you know, white trash like you guys. This was like, <laughs> True. Real, this was like, this was like real. This <laughs> was but, like, but let's be fair. If you're in the suburbs and you have factions, it's white trash. Like, but no, yeah. but this is like real Greek life. Like, like they would oh. have, they would have fundraisers. So it was very sweaty, very sweaty. They would have v like real fundraisers at the VFW. You wore ag it, they were more like oh, gangs. Shit. Oh, Dude. so they were like mobbed up. It was like Irish and Italian Dude, mafia. We might have a fundraiser, but they all helped this kid. But then we bought like drugs and alcohol. But the other funny part about it was was that like all these people would like show up at these fundraisers, and if you didn't wear black and gold, then hi landlord. Oh, oh no! Oh god! Oh god! Oh, god. So Richie, the basically the thing is, if you didn't wear black and gold, you weren't allowed in. And like and like people like they were real. Initiates like they would have initiation nights where you had the what's called you had to get fruited, which means you had to stand there while they, they hurled froze, uh, frozen fruit. <laughs> well, uh, before we leave, you leave, we'll come say hi. They, they hurled frozen fruit at you while you stood there naked. Oh, frozen fruit hurts, and they, and they would wing it at you, and that was your initiation. And then on top of that, they would probably beat the shit out of you too. On and top the of that. that, yeah, the schools let it go. Man, Pull your bike up closer, oh, make it more like straight. Dude, on. The other part that was fucked up like is that. that there were a lot of teachers. That were used to be in those frats, <laughs> and then they were teachers. Like I remember very vividly, my football coach at the time. If you went on OGD's website, Omega Gamma Delta's website, on and the, Lambda Lambda Lambda, on the front <laughs> of the website is my football coach in high school. Looks exactly the same. This big jack dude in the back of a pickup with three kegs and a big gold OGD. Like what the fuck, dude? I, I'm well, we just had a wrestling and football coach in our school start dating one of his students right after she graduated while he was married. That's great. Oh, oh, yeah, you know who I'm yeah, talking about. Bald, jacked. Yeah, 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 wasn't a very good wrestler, but he was a wrestling coach. He was fucking beast, though, man. Yeah, he was a monster physically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so basically Northern New Jersey is a segment of different levels of white trash. West Melford probably takes the cake. Vernon's pretty bad, though. Vernon's pretty Vernon's bad. Pretty yeah, bad. When you start going up in Sussex, Sussex, Sussex oh, is trashier shit. than West Melford. Like sure. Parts of Sussex are not. Like, Sparta's a really nice yeah, area. Yeah. But Vernon gets fucking bonkers. Vernon yes. gets fucking crazy. And even more racist than West Melford. Yeah. 
Yes. Vernon's yeah. much more racist. But um, There used to be this kid in Pompton who would ride up and down the main street, and he would have two Confederate flags, like full-size Confederate flags, while he would like, you would scream, I think my tractor is sexy, right? I, I, I hate that song. And, and he had, and he was an old-school Chevy, 4x4, he had it lifted, and he wore stars and bars to school every day. Ugh. Dude, and he would Ugh. wear camo hats. So he was a douchebag. He was yeah, a real a fucking, fucking jerk off. We had a lot, of, a lot of Confederate flags in our school, and a lot of them are cops in West Belford now. <laughs> Factually, but they, like they would let kids walk around with Confederate flag shirts all the time. But then I showed up to school one day with, because um, uh, my my uncle's a caterer, so he would cater all these different live events and all these big festivals. And one of the festivals was sponsored by Rolling Rock, so Rolling Rock Rolling Rock's logo was on the shirt, but it was only you a sponsor. Yep, and then I got in trouble, and I yeah. I pointed at everybody. I go, they're wearing a Confederate flag to shirt. I I didn't get. Hold on, I wore. I have a. I used to have a shirt that said "Buy more heroin" on it, right? Oh, jeez. And I, I wore it to school all day. Nothing. Not a fucking word. If you wore that at West Melford, people would think you're offering. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, they're really, uh, what's going on? I got in trouble for only one shirt ever in school. I had, I had a shirt. It had George W. It had George Bush Sr. on it, and it said I should have pulled out. <laughs> I got in trouble for that one. And I, I tried arguing. I was like, no, I meant like out of Iraq. And they're like, come on. Like, we know better. I was like, um, did you get anything good for Christmas, Richie? Just clothes and shit. Yeah, bed sheets. I, bed, no, sheets. No bed sheets. Oh, god damn it! I know you're gonna make fun of me, but I asked for it every year. What? I got the fucking Hess truck. I was making fun of someone. Make those? They oh, sell yeah, every yeah. year. I hear I the commercials. Since I was born, dude. Uh, I'm. I was it's pumped. I was year, pumped. Right? I got a fucking baby Yoda for Christmas. I, I was amped about I'm that. Like fuck, I didn't ask for. I know how old. That's the thing I was most excited about. I got like, I got new dress shoes. I got a new shirt and tie. I got all kinds of nice shit. I'm excited. About Baby Yoda, yeah. and I bring it with me all around the fucking house. I'm, I'm, a, I'm also just the type of person like don't like I'll just get if I want it I'll get it myself. Yeah, yeah. one of those two. I'm well, like, I was yeah. mad. I wanted it for Christmas last year, but they didn't want it to leak out that Baby Yoda was part of the show, so none of the merchandise oh, really? came out until like June. Okay. So they had all the stuff ready, but they were like, we. That's how they kept it a secret the whole time. That, they were really and that good for, with keeping dude, a lot of this shit. Yeah, the whole too. time. But, but uh, last episode, I don't oh, know how it, that did not I, leak, man. Shocking. But Unreal. um, all right, why don't we get into our reviews? Then we'll talk some bullshit. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Okay. All right. So you gave me the album by Dillinger Escape Plan. Uh, One of Us is the Killer. Um, You hyped this band up. You hyped up the album. You specifically noted that Trent Reznor loves them, um, which means a lot to me, and I I fucking love the album. Um, It's a flawless album in every fucking single sense from start to finish. Uh, The first song, Prancer, um, there's like eight different time signatures in the goddamn song. It's fucking wild. Um, When I Lost My Bet, every song's a five, by the way. When I Lost My Bet is my life story. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely kills. It makes me want to throw down. That's like most of these songs. I just wanted to fucking rage when I listen yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, man, that's Dillinger. Um, the title track, One of Us is the Killer. It's a great way to slow down the album a little bit, but keep the angry tone. Uh, Hero of the Soviet Union. I love the sound on that one. It was building up the whole time and then gets to just a raging moment in the song. Nothing's funny. Awesome bass line. The harmonies and vocals on it are fantastic. Understanding Decay was a five. Another fucking banger. Paranoia Shields was a five. That was my favorite song on the album. The best mix of singing and screaming on the album I felt you got the interlude but the music's really good on it the CH3752682727 magic that I held you prisoner another one that makes me want to fight and fuck is what I wrote fight and uh, fuck <laughs> fight and fuck Mm-hmm. Or, or, or fight while you fight, fuck. Fight, fight. Okay, that would be fight, fight and fuck. 
Fight and fuck. Fucking fuck. F- fight and fuck. Um, Crossburner 5. The chem- tempo changes in that one are amazing. The threat posed by Nuclear Weapons, the final song. Great way to close out the album. Um, I went back and listened to a bunch of their other stuff. I fucking love this band. Uh, everything I listened to was a... Fu- like, the other song, I just played, like, random songs after that. Nothing wasn't a five. Everything was fucking good that I heard. Uh, phenomenal. Their influence is obvious when you listen to it. The, specifically, the way they changed time, change time signatures was phenomenal. You have and, you have to be tight. Yeah, it's to, to well, pull some of that shit. It's it, and you make fun of me for saying this, but the thing with changing time signatures that I always love is it reminds me of Tool. And you could tell that, that that is there. And it's the same thing. Tool probably took influence from them and vice versa. When you can change time signatures like that so flawlessly to the point that it doesn't sound like you're just trying to do things, that it just fits perfectly, yeah. phenomenal. Five out of five. Yeah, Richie, you should listen. Dude, it's a banger. What's the name of this? Uh, Dillinger Escape Plan, One of Us is the Killer. Okay. I'll send, remind I'll, I'll me and I'll send it to you. Yeah. Send me a text. Yeah, dude, it's fucking... You're not gonna remember, you forgot it immediately. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucking awesome. It's very good. And they're from Morris Plain, so the, they've been... They've been a band since like 1998. Okay. Yeah. And I told the story last week of, uh, you know, back in the day when they, they played a show at Willowbrook Mall. Outside, <laughs> yeah, dude, outside at Willowbrook. Of, uh, I think there used to be like a Virgin Records store in there back in the day. And they played a show at Willowbrook and they had to shut the mall down because they practically started a riot. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, That's the kind of music we like. D- Dillinger Escape Plan is no fucking joke. Dude, it, it's, it's fucking great. I really wish they were still. All right. All right. So you gave me the out al- the album. You gave me the movie uh, Palm Springs with uh, the mother from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> and and, uh, and, and, uh, J- and Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And, and J- Josh also watched it. And you also uh, and also with J.K. Simmons. Yes. Um. This movie's pretty cool. Dude, it was fucking great, wasn't it? It's pretty funny. <laughs> and the part where you said, like you said, you didn't see it coming where he went, holy shit, was uh, when, uh, you know, the mom from How I Met Your Mother and Andy Samberg are about to hook up the first time, and he's like, shot in the back with an arrow. Dude, I was not ready for it. It was what, like 15 minutes in? Yeah. Just like a casual hookup. But it was just then, so funny. And it's an arrow sticking out of his back. Yeah. I fucking lost my shit. It was funny, too, because it happened, and it just turned around, and he like, acted like it was normal. <laughs> and then like as the movie progresses, you find out that, it, you know, so essentially Andy Samberg has been a guy who's been stuck in a time loop for God knows how long. Living the same day, the, every the day. same day, which is, which is this girl's. Uh, which is this? Uh, his girlfriend's friend's wedding day. Every single day, for God knows how long. Yeah. So he just every day is just something different. So every time you either die or you fall asleep, you just wake up the next day. Yeah. So every day he wakes up in bed with his girlfriend. They break up. He yeah. goes to the wedding, oh, and he basically tries to pick up a different girl every night at the wedding. No, but, but like, that's cool. no, but like, <laughs> that's cool. no, but, all right, all right. no, but like, but like that's part of it. So like. It, you know, it first seems like it's just a boring relationship. So, like, it, it opens up and you just think everything's normal. And then you start realizing that he's stuck in a time loop, you know, because it's happening again and again and again. And the funny thing is, is those little interactions he has with his girlfriend are funny every time. Every single time. Because it's, like, the most mundane shit where, like, he's... Ex- so then this other girl... Her name is Sarah in the movie. Gets stuck in the time loop as and well. And she is the sister of the bride sister. at the wedding that he's at. Right. So now she gets stuck in the time loop. So now he's explaining everything, and, and she's like, "How do you know what well, everything's going to happen?" And he walk and he walks her over to like this window where his his girlfriend is getting eaten out by by the officiant <laughs> of the wedding. Of the yeah. wedding. <laughs> so she's cheating on him at the wedding. And and but like he just doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? So, Dude, but it, it, what's cool about it 
is that it's like it, like there, there's slow acceptance of like what's happening and so they start doing more ridiculous shit and they find uh, different ways to kill themselves every day yeah <laughs> like uh Pretty fucking cool like uh there was like there was one time like they got arrested they wanted to figure out what it was like to be arrested so like she just darted out in front of a moving truck <laughs> dude it's like literally like that um and then, J- so th- there's this other guy that's played by J.K. Simmons. I think his name is Henry or something. Yeah, Henry. And uh, he got stuck in the time loop as well because him and Andy Samberg, his, the guy's name is Niles, partied too hard, stole cocaine off the officiant too. I, and then so, he led him to where they get caught in the time loop. Right. Which is like a cave area. So now what happens okay. is every every so often this guy comes back and just tortures the shit and kills him in more horrendous to, ways. Because he's mad that he's stuck in the time loop. So he's always fought. He basically turns it into a manhunt. Yeah. Looking for okay. Andy Sandberg cool. randomly throughout. Like, how am I going to fucking kill this Yeah. That's it, right. all that's different ways cool. to kill him. Yeah. So then there's like a little montage of, of like him being waterboarded <laughs> of like of like Jesus of uh, of the shit from um uh, James Bond, where he's like, pull your mic up. Uh, no, from uh, from uh, from Taken, when he's like electrocuting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a, with a car battery, it's <laughs> genuinely very. And the best part is that it's J.K. Simmons, and the whole reason why that happened was because. J.K. Simmons and Andy Samberg were doing coke, and they accidentally yep. stumbled into this cave. And now they're in a, a constant cat and mouse game of J.K. Simmons trying to kill him and Andy Samberg trying not to get killed. It was just so funny like, too. Yeah, you get killed, but it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> it was just cool because that whole scene was like when Jonah Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio smoked crack for the first time together. <laughs> you want to smoke some crack? <laughs> yeah, they're sitting in a bathtub, all coked up, just like in each other's face, like this is amazing. <laughs> and then like you start seeing Andy Samberg like reliving old shit. How he's like, well, who else have you hooked? up with. Well, I've hooked up at Darla at this bar, this old fucking broad at a bar. At one point, they show you hooked up with a guy. Yeah, it's like... It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, oh, you, uh, you, you fucked Tigray? No, Tigray fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it's it's a genuinely funny movie. You, you do Short and sweet. You, you do like, like, you like the maturation between both characters. She, was, like she they, was very good, too. That they genuinely play off each other very well. And the other thing that the movie does very well is that it doesn't tell you too much going throughout because, really, it's from the perspective of Sarah, who yeah. gets stuck in the time loop. Correct. And Andy really knows... Andy... Uh, I, Niles, yeah, really knows everything. He's really, he's really the guy well, that pushes. They, the story he said forward. that, like, they implied that he might have been caught in that loop for like thousands of days. Like, yeah. they never gave you a number on how long he was doing it. How long he was, and there. that's what leads to like the climax of the film when the girl Sarah, that he's been, you know, they're falling in love with each other because they're reliving it every day. She finds out that oh, we fucked before. Like, you did this once in this loop. Like, he finally had to admit it. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. She catches. And then uh, the other thing that gets revealed is that she was also fucking the man that her sister was there to marry. Um, so, so, shit. Well, no, so that's it's, another amazing part of this movie. So, again, you wake up every day, but you don't really see anything from Sarah's point of view until one time Sarah wakes up and you see some dude walk out in a towel. And it's like you should get out of here before anybody sees you, and then you realize you're like, that's. That's, that's the bro- the that, that, groom. That's gonna be her brother-in-law. Yeah, that's the night before the, the, night, wedding. the night before the wedding. So, yeah. they, like you said, Holy they shit. did a great job of like leading you along without dragging, which was nice because I think it's only like eighty-seven minutes or something. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. It's right in that ballpark, and they but they it's keep the you three extra minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I just went with it. (laughs) I I I think I knew the. Maybe you're right. (laughs) That's what you're laughing about, stupid asshole. He he was rounding up. Okay. (laughs) No, Um, because it is. I watched it. Um, they did a great job of leading you along and keeping you wanting more. Um, Josh, what were your thoughts on it? Um, pretty much the same thoughts as Taylor. I thought it was awesome. Um, you know, great. 
quick movie, like you said. Uh, Groundhog you know, Day. Nothing. It's Groundhog you know, Day. There was no filler. Yeah. It, I agree. It, everything that was in the movie had a purpose toward the end game of the movie. J.K. Simmons um, was a nice touch to it, I thought, yeah. too. Uh, and, and as far as Kristen Milioti goes, I've never seen her in anything that she was anything short of perfect in. She's she really is good. She's so fucking talented. And I don't know why she's not in more stuff. I, I know. And the first thing I relate her to is being fucking John, Johnny Sack's daughter that's yeah. only in it for 10 minutes on The Sopranos. <laughs> but uh, what would you give it, Taylor? I'll give it a 7-2. Josh? Um... I'll give it a flat seven. Okay, flat seven. Yeah, I thought it was a really fun comedy. Like, it's one I could see myself throwing on again. Yeah, it's Really fun. easy to watch, yeah. so cool. All right, do you want to give me your pick first, or you want me to give mine? Well, you should give me your pick first, because I have to figure out what I'm going to give you. Okay, so I'm actually going to give you two choices here without saying anything. Pick one. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. One of them is a movie that neither of us have seen. Okay. It just came out recently, so it's so it's a it's a group project. It'd be a group project, yeah. And the other one is Richie uh, has to watch it's, it too. Uh, Richie has to watch it too. Yeah, fair. And he's got a <laughs> we got a call. He's got a um. I got a call. Okay, this, here's the deal. No, no, I got I got something better. All right, you're gonna watch it too. Okay, you're gonna send me. A 250-word pa- oh, thing about it. It could be page? a 250-word thing about your take on the movie. Then I'm gonna read it. Dude, don't read it. No, it'll be so bad. No, I, that's why I want to <laughs> read it. Like, it's gonna be fucking five-year-old. That, that, that's that's gonna be terrible punctuation. That's why. I, that's why I want you to do that it. Happened to me in college once. I was like, newspaper. You had to write an article, and she's like, "All right, come read it up in front of everybody." And I was like. There's no fucking way. Dude, I remember reading did it. She, did you go like, up? Does did anyone have any suggestions? And like everyone looked at me like, dude, this kid can't fucking write. <laughs> that's kid's oh, that's so exactly why I want you stupid. to. That's why it'll be good material. So 200, we'll say my 200 words. I grade my paperwork before I I won't grade it. I'm just going to read your words. I'm going to be the voice of Richie. Oh, God. So okay. 200 words. And you could be text. You could Google drive it to me. The, the, All right, so. The dog was brown. Yeah. The dog jumped over the, title the, of the fence. The movie was great. He was very good in this movie. I liked him. I can't wait till I, I can't wait till I see it. I can't wait till I see it written in crayon, you stupid asshole. No, he's gonna end up like turning on us to be a serial killer. He's gonna cut out newspaper clippings and make a whole fucking thing. You know, I, I hope you I, I hope you create I hope you create a cipher like the fucking Zodiac killer did. Okay, so it's either gonna be a movie we haven't seen or a movie that won Best Picture. I think it was two thousand three. All kinds of acting awards, uh by a director we really like. Um really, really good movie. Give but me the fuck. new one. The new one. Okay, Josh just watched it last night, Death to Twenty Twenty. Uh, it's not uh, really a movie. It's a documentary though, correct? It's only an hour. What's it on? That's fine. It's supposed to, I, I, it's a Black Mirror experiment. Okay, fair enough. I'm so, fine with it. All right, all right, I won't talk about it. No, I, I, it's short. It's that. short this week. You're busy. It's New Year's. Let's make it sweet. It'll be fun to talk about because yeah. you saw it. There's so many different things you could dissect in it and break out your own 2020 dissertion as well. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely want to watch it. It's fun. It's on Netflix. Um, okay. It is a mockumentary about 2020 and killing 2020 pretty much, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the creator of Black Mirror. They got all, they interviewed all kinds of celebrities in it. Samuel Jackson's in it, I well, think. It's, it's Everybody plays a role. So yeah. it's not Samuel L. Jackson. He's playing a guy. I who, like that. He's a reporter at a fake version of the New York Times. It's called like the New York Metro News, something okay, like that. Okay, so it's like the Daily Bugle yeah. kind of thing. So it's supposed to be just making fun of it. I heard it's really funny. It's fucking hilarious. I, I fucking love Black Mirror. So if you've never watched Black no, Mirror, I've heard Adam. Oh, dude, Black the, Mirror. The very first line of the of the of the movie is the, the first person they interview is Samuel L. Jackson. They're like, oh, so we're here, we're gonna talk, we're gonna recap 2020. And he smokes, likes a cigarette, he goes, the fuck you want to talk about that? 
All right, I'm in. I already like it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, death, death to 2020. It came out on Netflix. I'm very excited to watch it. All right. So, so if you're gonna go ridiculous, I'm gonna go ridiculous. Let's go. Well. So the band is called Austrian Death Machine. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and the album is called Total Brutal. <laughs> I'm listening to this too. <laughs> so let me. Oh wait, so Austrian Death Machine, Total, Total Brutal. Total Brutal. <laughs> this is all I'm gonna say about is it. Brutal spelled with two zeros. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, that's how Richie fun. smells it. This is br- brutal. This is all I'm gonna say about it. It's an Arnold Schwarzenegger concept album. Yeah, all right, I'm in. Is it as okay, good? wait, wait. I've, I've like, heard of these guys. I haven't heard them, but I've heard people talk about them. Is it's it Mike like White. Pompeii? No, it's better than Pompeii. Oh god, it's actual metal. And then there's a bunch of oh, get to the chopper. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to listen to this. I can't wait to listen to this. Oh, oh my god, no, Josh! Album cover and some of the names of these songs too. Actually, no, just just read the yeah, track read list. the read the track right. list. Hello, California. Okay, <laughs> California. Get to the chopper. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Hell yeah! All of the songs sound the same. <laughs> I am a cybernetic organism, living tissue over an exoskeleton. Come come with me if you want to live. What's it like to be a singer in band practice? (laughs) What? Wait, wait, hold on. It's all part of it. You have to listen to the entire thing. Are you guys ready to start? (laughs) Uh, Hold on. I feel Uh, really good about this. uh, Who's who's your daddy and what does he do? (laughs) You have just been erased. A brutal song idea. Here is Sub Zero now Plane Zero. <laughs> so far, so good. So let's talk about it. Screw you, Benny in parentheses. Why? If it bleeds, we can kill it. It's not a tumor. Not so hidden track. <laughs> it's not the tumor. So I fucking love Arnold. I'm oh down for anything. Yo, Arnold. This is even better. 17 songs. 38 minutes. Okay, this is the perfect this is the perfect album. So, uh the other thing about this too is that this is before Tim Lambesis went crazy. This was his side project. Okay. Elite singer of As I Lay Dying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Austrian Death Machine. The album is Total Brutal and then followed up by their other uh, their other album called uh Most uh, what is it? It's like Total Brutal, Very Brutal and it's, Most Brutal. It's Double Brutal, <laughs> Most Brutal, <laughs> Double Brutal. <laughs> Total brutal and triple brutal. Yeah, and then you, have, you came up with most brutal. <laughs> that's funny. It's your brutal. A very brutal Christmas. Okay, I'm very down for this. Arnold's the fucking best. I, the landlord gets so annoyed at me on Christmas Eve. Big surprise. We were watching Jingle All the Way. I hate that and, movie. And we, I, I got her to listen to me go on like a 20 minute Arnold Schwarzenegger rant about how fucking awesome he is. I'll, I go Chargers, go. <laughs> I never knew it's the little kid was the kid that played Anakin. Yeah, that's Anakin. Jake, oh, Jake, Jake Lloyd. Um, he is like a uh, uh, paranoid schizophrenic now. Star Wars I, like broke him. I, yeah, I the mean, fandom and how uh, shitty he got treated by the fans. Of course. Um, well, the same thing the dude that played Jar Jar Bink, like he tried to kill himself a few Get years ago because really? just he got so much of the shit that you know when you look at it, he was doing the Gollum thing. He was like in the, the yeah. green suit motion capture. He was doing like big physical shit, but the character was so fucking annoying, and the fans killed him for it. And the guy almost so, killed himself. That's that's why awesome. fans. Fandom is so fucking yeah, dumb like, and weird. On, so, like, um, we'll go right into what we watched this week or for you, what you watched recently. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 came out on HBO Max, uh, yeah. the new Wonder Woman. I really enjoyed it. And it's getting the lowest rate. It's the lowest rated of all the DC really? movies by viewers. And it's probably because of the fucking bullshit social justice warriors going at it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, uh, I, again, 
it's riddled with plot holes. It's kind of a messy movie, but it was fun. Uh, Pedro Pascal was fucking awesome. The guy that plays Mandalorian yes, was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Kristen Wiig was good. I had fun with it. I liked it more than the first one. Even the if first I, one was good. And man. the first one was really good. The first one I thought was But fun. even if I didn't like it, it's not worse than fucking Suicide Squad and Justice League. Yeah. There's no possible way. I, mean, I didn't see dude, it. Dude, so. Aquaman was horrible. See, dude, I, I like Aquaman. I, I, he I loved was, it. I, I was like, yeah. I didn't. I I thought I was gonna hate it, and I was like, all right, I get it. It just wasn't for me. I it wasn't the worst comic book movie I've seen by a long shot. I've seen not MCU ones, but worse Marvel movies than that one. Um, yeah. Like realistically, that's a better movie than the. And I like the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, but it ain't great. No. And the no, same thing with no, Thor. Thor: The Dark better. World. It yeah. ain't great. Um, Captain Marvel. I would Aquaman. I would say is better than those. And I didn't love Aquaman. Captain Marvel. See, Captain Marvel was weird for me. I didn't hate it, but I was like, this is not worth another watch. I, I turned it off halfway through. I it was, I, I, Josh, what were your thoughts? I know you didn't like what they did with the villain, but I didn't think it was horrific. It wasn't great, but it, there were oh, parts just, I liked. You know, uh, the, the, the fact that they turned the scrolls into comic relief is what pissed me off. Yeah, understandable. It's like what they did to the, to, to, uh, the fucking uh, Mandarin. Yeah, absolutely. What they did to the Mandarin in Iron Man 3 made me so fucking mad. It was stupid. Yeah. It just, he's an actor. It, ben Kingsley was great at it. Yeah. But, yeah. The actor? Yeah, the actor. Actor? I see. I, it's funny because I like Iron <laughs> Man three a lot. I, Iron Man three is actually. I like Iron Man three more than I like Iron Man two. I mean, the first Iron Man is obviously fucking. Yeah, the Iron Man is the, um, the spark. But I, I I like Iron Man three a lot in comparison to a lot of other uh, MCU movies. Uh, and I hate what they did to the Mandarin, but I loved Ben Kingsley. Oh, he at was so much it, fun. So, like I, it glossed over for me a little bit. Yeah. Even when I, I during quarantine, I watched uh, the landlord watched the whole MCU, and even she was like, "Yeah, Captain Marvel's not very good. Like it's it's not it's not good. It's not the worst thing I've seen." Yeah, and it's just I don't know. I felt like a lot of it was the acting. Like it, it just felt they had no chemistry. Her and Sam Jackson. Felt, and I know they're not supposed to know each other, but even it, was, you gotta have dude, chemistry. No one felt like they I just. I was I, I didn't give a shit. I thought Captain Marvel was better in Endgame than she. Than she oh, she was really good in Endgame. I, yeah, Endgame. She was awesome in Endgame. Right. Hell yeah. It was actually cool. She showed up for the premiere at uh, in Clifton Commons. Yeah, for, yeah. I saw that. Captain she just Marvel. randomly showed up there. Yeah. It was funny. Um, Manfred was talking to me about Brie Larson a few weeks ago <laughs> and how horrible she is. I'm like, dude, she, uh, listen. I know she can be annoying, but she's in this movie Room. She's incredible in it. Like she's unbelievable, and it's a depressing fucking movie. She won the Oscar for it. I'm like, watch that. He's like, no fucking way. The next day he text me. He's like, so I just finished watching the show, and Rune is starting, so I'm going to watch it. And then he texts me an hour later. He's like, this is fucked. She's really good. I'm like, I told you, stupid. The, the first time I ever saw Brie Larson in anything that I can remember was... Uh she was the au pair in uh, and the league. In the yeah, league. she was the au pair that wanted to do that, the uh, that, that was that was a Golden Gate. Yeah, that, uh, that was banging Rafi. Oh, I yeah, from like Twenty One Jump Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, she was, was in. Yeah, she was on um, King Kong. King Kong. She was on Community for a few episodes. Oh, uh, she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so Wonder Woman. Back to that. It's in trouble because they did a typical um, Arab oil tycoon. Yeah, and I'm just like. All right, and they and now they're blaming it because um, what's her name Gal Gadot? She's ex-Israeli military. Israel, yeah. So it's like everybody's oh. ex-Israeli. If you're military. if you're from Israel, you're ex. Is this is this anti-Semitic saying that? No, because it's true. No, yeah. it's, 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 everybody. It's, yeah, that's true. Everybody has to serve the military at some point. That's fucked yeah. up. We should yeah, all do it. That's, that's, that's Richie's gonna enlist soon. Good. Good for you. <laughs> Dude, I'd come cool with the uh, the other side. They'd send me over there and I'd just get high with him. 
You would you would be the peace negotiator between. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna figure out Israel and Palestine. <laughs> All right, Richie, here's some joints and go. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you watch anything this week, Taylor? No, but because um, I really haven't had time to watch anything, um, I did start playing a new game, and I also started listening to a new podcast. Okay, I know the podcast. What's the game? Uh, the, well, they don't. No, no, I'm saying let's start with the game, oh, okay. and then we'll go to the podcast. All right. uh, the game right now is called Sekiro. Um, uh. Shadows Die Twice. So it's the same. Wait, is that one name? Yes. Sekrio Shadows Die Twice. Yes. Okay. So it's the same company that made Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Oh, so the really difficult, like tedious games. Yeah. <laughs> it, but I, I real, I'm really enjoying it at the okay, moment. Okay. Cool. Because uh, what's I'm, it on? It's on PlayStation. Uh, it's, it's on both. Okay. But uh, I'm getting, I'm getting accustomed to being. PlayStation exclusive now with my PS5 on the way. I never thought you would uh, convert. A few years ago, you wouldn't have. Well, if PS4 wasn't so fucking good, yeah, it's, then it's, I, you know what I mean. I only I'll sold my I only, fuck, well, fuck man, bro. So fuck you, man. Bro. I'm still gonna get an Xbox eventually. But, I'll get one eventually but too. With, with more games coming out that I want to play on PlayStation and me being more retro, like me being more into uh, like one player RPG role playing games, stuff like that. Like, yeah. Without really dealing with online multiplayer all that much, because like I'm kind of running, I'm like I'm running thin on fucking Call of Duty. Uh, I'm running thin yeah, on, I, on the online stuff. I really don't give a shit anymore. I I love playing Call of Duty and quarantine, but I played so much of it for such a short period of time. I wore myself out so quick, dude. It, it, like I do it every time a Call of Duty. I thought this time I still like the game. I might go Cold, back and Cold play. Cold War is fun. No, the one before, uh, the one that um, was it Modern Warfare that we were playing during yeah. quarantine. Yes, I re- that was the first Call of Duty I played in fucking years. That, that was that the was first the, one that was on the PS4. Oh, that was the cr- that was when uh, we could cross platform. Advanced Warfare did. was the last one I played. I played Advanced Warfare, but uh, the last I will say the last two Call of Duties, their story modes have been phenomenal. The last one with Captain Price coming back was great. And this past story mode was fucking awesome. The whole reveal with Ronald Reagan was fucking wild. Uh, I need a game to play soon because um, I played so much goddamn Madden. Just you, you gotta. Stop. I can't. I can't. You have to. No, because, I can't because it's it's not good anymore. No, I I still have fun with Mutt. I can't help it. I have fun every time. It's a great time killer for me. It calms me down. It, it just kills it. Madden Ultimate. I think Team the last Madden I played out. was like 2016. <laughs> that and who was on the cover of that one? Marshall Chris Falk. Marshall Falk. No, that was like 2003. 2003 <laughs> sorry, was oops, 2003 sorry. was the first Madden I really like committed way too many hours to. Yeah, so that because like the uh, I'm get, I'm gonna, I'm getting ready to transfer all my stuff to. PS5 and play, uh, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn and Bloodborne again for the millionth time and shit like that. And obviously, Demon Souls. I'll probably play 2K because 2K is, is a good amount of time, and that came with my bundle, so I'll play that. Yeah, and then uh, before you know it, the show's going to be out. And the show's going to be out in right. two months, and three I months. Finally, get to use. I bought a 4K TV over a year ago, nice. and I could finally have its 4K capabilities come into play. Very nice. But uh, yeah, that, and then on the podcast I started listening to is my new favorite person on the planet. His name is uh, Jocko Willenick. Jocko's awesome, dude. Jocko I love Jocko. is the fucking man. He's a badass among badasses, that guy. It's it's one yeah. Of the- I would say if you're going to start with Jocko, start in a couple of his appearances on the Joe Rogan podcast. Already done. Just that. Uh, well, no, I'm saying for anyone else listening, is yes. familiar with him. That's the best introduction because you really get in it, like to understand him a little bit. They talk about so many subjects. Follow the dude. Jocko Wilnick is fucking awesome. So uh, the first three that you'll listen to again, he's so he's ex Navy SEAL. He's been in, he was a Navy SEAL for 20 years. Uh, he fought in the Battle of Ramadi back in 2006. Back he's a at, bad at, motherfucker. At, like like this is a guy. 
and he he explained it on Joe's on Joe's show plenty of times where he's like, you know, sometimes you need people that want to get into the thick of it and actually want to fight these fucking people. Yeah, like you like, do. Like he like so like yeah, dude, I don't, yeah. dude, I don't have the balls. Fuck no. that. So like he was talking suck their cocks so, like, first. So like they were talking about ice punisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, God. like so, so they're so they're talking about ISIS, right? And Joe asked him flat the out fun stuff, and he goes, he goes, Jocko. If you if you were the president, and before he gets the question out, and he goes, they would be destroyed. Like, <laughs> he's like, just like, listen, we'd take and, care of and it. Here, and here's the thing: yeah. jo- he's such an interesting guy because obviously he's ex-military. He's very articulate. He's very smart. And the way he describes things, he it's a, he is a he is a very special gift of making of, of simplifying very yeah very. And there's uh, no like real bias on his side. He just kind of spits it as it is. You may not like hearing it, but he's telling it to you, and you kind of get it. And I, for he, some, I, I love Jocko. And for some reason. It's really like struck a chord with me. Like, oh, he's inspirational, dude. For me, he's, a, he's great. Especially being in the field that I'm in, I'm nowhere near as you know. It's nowhere near as traumatic as a, a variety of other occupations that he has done. But he said something that makes a lot of sense because you know I, I work in HVAC, I work in heating. You know, the cold is my busy time, and I'm on call, and it sucks. Yeah. But. The way he described something, and it made such perfect sense, and it clicked, and it's there for the rest of my life. Yeah. And he goes, if the call comes, you go. Simple as that. Yeah. And that's with anything in life. Yeah. Because that means, and he again simplifies it, he means that person could have called anybody else. They called you because they believe you can get the job done. Don't fucking don't disappoint him, and it just makes you feel like I literally getting goosebumps thinking about it. No, he's uh he's dude, he's a like legit inspiration because it's true. more than fucking Gary V and shit. Yeah, you know, well, get, oh my god, you need to watch the Tim Dillon video of him making fun of Gary. Gary V, v annoy. Listen, he's a good dude. I love. I Gary appreciate v. him being a fan. He annoys the fuck out of me. Well, well, well get. I just so, one of those dudes. He just annoys the piss out of me. No, he. I, I get it because he's like there's an entrepreneur in every single one of you, and it's like. Uh, and it's such vague. And it, it's just like it's such he, vague. He's business. the dude. You know. You know the people I hate the most on social media. Are the you ones can do that, that that take a like a, a picture of a guy from a movie. They'll take like Leo and Wolf of Wall Street, and they'll put some quote that is not related to the movie all over, and it's just Leo screaming. Like that. that that's not what he said at all. Like you no, could put that. Be like, I love that's the kind. That's what I think of with like Gary V because he, they people post his memes all the time with his quotes, and I know that he's actually saying that, but it just looks like one of those fake memes, and it just annoys me. But you also need to stop using Wolf of Wall Street as an example. For the yeah. basis they do of your memes, because you have to realize he's playing a character that's defrauding millions of dollars. But they'll from do, people. but they'll do it with other things. They'll do it with fucking Gladiator. They'll do it with every fucking movie and show, and just take a meme. And they never, they do it with the, the Fast and the Furious characters all the time. Like, yes, it'll facts. be, it'll be like Vin okay. Diesel and it's something about family. And I'm like, that's so corny. It probably is in the movie, <laughs> but I don't think it was actually in so, the movie. So there was someone, because like, there's so many of these uh, these social media influencers now that really just fucking piss me off, and they put out such vague inspirational oh. bullshit, and that's why I think. Jocko needs to be heard because he's very direct and he makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Dude, he's he answers, awesome. He answers fan questions. I'll send you a couple like short videos. Yeah, I'll check. I like it. So I someone on, so, 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 like it, but it's the truth. It's the man. truth. You can't be mad at it. So, some, yeah, so someone on Twitter, the shit influencer just popped up on my feed one day and it was like if if there's any time to get something done, now's the time. Oh, shut up. Yeah, so, thank you, dude. So I quote the tweet. Every I, rose has its thorn. Yeah, right, yeah. Shut up. Thanks, Brett Michaels. <laughs> yeah. So I quote the tweet and all I said flat out was what adult reads this tweet and Gets out and says, "Yeah, I'm going to start my startup company today." Yeah, what you know adult what? sees that? Real well, you know adult what? But sees that and is like, "Not real adult." No, yeah, is like, "Yeah, you know what? He's right." Yeah. What 
Like, there's no context. You're uh, just saying vague shit about anything. I that, definitely, could, that could mean going to the gym, not starting a business. It could mean yeah. anything. It could mean jerking off in the morning. It's it could mean make your peanut butter yeah. sandwich. It's, it's like, it could mean make anything. A peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it could mean off in the morning. Yeah, while jerking off <laughs> in the morning. But um, I'm, I'm jerking off with the peanut butter. I go through with podcasts. Uh, there's only a couple I really listen <laughs> to. I listen to the, the Sopranos podcast every week. Um, I listen to certain Joe Rogan episodes. Um, He's touch he, and go with me right now. Well, every time I fucking I get a notification on a new episode, there's like eight other YouTube notifications. I mean, sh- Joe, I well, get it. No, but because it's it's not even him anymore. It's JRE clips. Yeah, that are taking I know. It's now, just. You know I mean, but. I always listen when Jocko's on because he's one of the coolest fucking... There's certain people I will always listen to and Jocko is one of Dude, them. Uh, Richie, real quick, right now, I need you to just go on your phone and just Google Jocko Willenick and just look at a picture of this guy. There's a nude, too, so look yeah, for that. God. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah, but it's not from it's, Jocko. It's, it's, from Chris, it's Chris Evans' dick. Again? <laughs> but, dude, I'm telling you, like, if you, just, if you just look at this guy, you look at this guy without even hearing his voice and you're thinking to yourself, that guy has killed someone. That guy's going to kill me. Serious. He, he's going to reach through the phone and murder you. Right, so, give me the name again. Jocko. Jocko. J O C K O Wilnick. It's spelled with a one. Yeah. <laughs> For Richie speak. Will if I tell him a one, he'll use an I. <laughs> Just like, um, like so you weren't watch you weren't watching anything. You were listening to the podcast, playing your game. Josh, what about you? Um, watched a couple things. Uh, obviously, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was a little corny, but I liked it. And she's so fucking gorgeous. Oh my god, dude! Incredible. She might be. I would let her fucking beat the shit dude, out, dude. For sure. There's there's that's one of my like biggest compliments to a she's woman. She's a big girl yeah, too. Like you don't realize it because she's so skinny. She's also she's almost, to she's you. fucking five yeah. eleven. Yeah, dude. she's dude. She could fuck you up. But she may be the most beautiful woman on the planet. Like yeah. she is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the one, one that plays uh, Wonder Woman. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Hell, hell yeah! yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> ass um, so you watch Wonder Woman? Anything else? Uh, Death to Twenty Twenty, okay. Palm Springs, a uh, couple of episodes of um, <laughs> fucking uh, Always Sunny. Just random ones. Wh- which ones? Uh, any in particular? So um, the the gun control episode. The gun control episode. Uh, well, there's two. The one where Frank's on uh, the news with the gun. Hyping <laughs> up the guns. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, he's the best. I watched that one. I watched the Wade Boggs episode. Always the fucking classic. The Wade, and dude, the one they did in the most recent you've seen the Wade Boggs episode of It's Always Sunny the most recent season they did the all women's reboot of it <laughs> making fun of the movies that are all women's reboots yeah. and they brought in um, what is it uh, Max Mom yeah. Charlie's Mom mm-hmm. The Waitress um, what's her name uh, uh, Artemis yep. it was fu- and then Gail the Snails on it dude <laughs> it, it's, the and they just make fun of women's reboots the whole time it is so goddamn funny I watched Die Hard on Christmas absolutely uh, I watched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas on Christmas morning good choice every year. tradition and I watched my favorite Favorite Christmas movie, which is so random, a Muppets Christmas Carol. Dude, a Muppets Christmas. That that's a, it's a great Very movie. Good. You know, you know like who it. the fucking star of that movie is? Mike O'Kane. Mike, yeah. Mike O'Kane. He's actually dude, good. I, dude, I, I whole, like it. It's great, but the whole movie, it's it's the Muppets. Like, <laughs> dude, the, the whole it wasn't that funny. I love that movie. <laughs> no, you. Yeah, I, I'm like proud of you that you watched it. Yeah, that no, whole no, no, movie. He's laughing. Just, something. No, I don't know. He's, he's, the movie. <laughs> dude, that whole movie, the Muppets are being the Muppets all wild, and Mike O'Kane just commits yeah, to being deranged. He's so good in that movie. Did you watch anything recently, Richie? Movie-wise? Movie or or show? Anything. If it's on TV. What'd you watch? On Sunday, I watched the Jets fuck up the (laughs) Browns. 
Yeah, and then it was announced today by Craig Carton. Craig Carton broke the story yep. that Adam Gaze is getting fired. He had it before anyone else on Carton and Roberts, which He's is awesome. Play Sunday though, I'm uh, like, What's I, the just point? fire him, dude. Imagine he just didn't show up. I would. I would. I would. I would respect him so much if he did that. No, I, I actually I have a pitch that um, Adam Gaze should be put in the Ring of Honor for the Miami Dolphins <laughs> because he single singly read to, led to this rebuild and tanked the Jets. I think he was a double hey, agent for listen. you guys because he wasn't great with the Dolphins. He was not this bad. Dude, he they were seven bad. wins every year. The playoffs well, the first listen, year. He does deserve to be in the Jets Ring of Honor. He was the he was the head coach to get. Meta Manish fucking fired. <laughs> no, Joe Douglas was the GM to get him fired. Oh. So hold on, I, I don't mean I don't mean the I don't mean the exit stage life real quick. When's this guy calling? Oh no, it was never anyone calling. It was Richie the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> I had it in my head. I had it in my head. It was somebody else. Because that's, that, that's not that much of a surprise. You were excited. I was excited about somebody real. You knew no one was calling in, right? You, you, I, I said it when you said there was a special guest. I'm like, it's Richie. No, it's not Richie. You did. Okay, Actually, dude. Did you did. You Richie. did. Um, you felt the and I knew it. As soon as I saw your fucking post last week about flying up here, I was like, I it's I was fucking like, Richie. I, post, um, so, I don't so, know why. I'm sorry. I really don't be know Be sorry why. to yourself. No. I got to ask. You, okay. I so I took a gummy bear yesterday. Nice. Like over the board. Like you were. You were. Stop. Okay. I'm thinking. You know how I am with flying. No. I might. <laughs> fly shit you fly so all the time. You flew to, to fucking Europe and didn't tell anyone. Shit out of me. Like to death. Like. Well, he's bro, like that. Taking off. This motherfucker was like. I, I thought I was gonna have to have fucking plane. old priest and a young priest. <laughs> he was fucking shaking. I was like, calm down. I took a Xanax, passed out. <laughs> See, yeah, but, and then you got me a free drink because well, I don't want a bad trip. And I might take a gummy, but I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I mean, the plane's in the air. The plane moves a little bit. You I'm freak out. Fuck out. Yeah. What's the worst turbulence you've hit? When I went out to Colorado. How it, bad? It was Wait. so bad. I was flying and it was Richie, just... Richie, it's like a two-hour flight. <laughs> no, it was three hours. <laughs> no, it's listen, about it's about three hours to Colorado. The plane is... Oh, like Colorado. Getting, yeah, Colorado. What did you think yeah. he said? No, what did, what, when I flew back from Italy, it was seven hours and like... No, I thought I think we're talking about this flight. No, no, no he was talking... He said oh, flying okay, to Colorado. Okay. Colorado, and the plane was very like jumpy, and I'm like, okay, Rich, I'm like, you're overreacting, you're being a bitch. So the train, the plane did it again. And the couple next to me. He was actually me, on the train the whole time. <laughs> no, and then the couple next to me, like, grabbed each other. Once I saw that, I was like, yeah. we're going down, man. Um, The, the worst turbulence. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you on even that. Even the pilot said, he goes, yo, I'm sorry. What? It was a real bumpy ride. Like, we just hit bad winds and shit. Dude, I almost, my dad called me. He's like, how are you? He was like, I'm taking a fucking train or something. Home. Dude, you should you should have watched Final Destination while you were on the flight. No. Dude, I, I'm. That in the fucking airplane movie with. um Tom Hanks. Leslie Castaway. Nielsen? Airplane? Airplane? No, no. Stop flight me flight uh, with Denzel Washington? Yeah, I flight? still haven't seen that. Dude, that, I know that have like, you seen dude. that movie, Taylor? Yes, I've seen dude, flight. the plane crash in that is fucking yeah, horrifying. I heard it's so, like and it just horrible. makes me think more. Fuck Sully. He <laughs> fucking landed that thing. I'm fucking sick of Sully. He had an autobiography. What no. the, 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 literally, the Jim Norton rant is what, what happened? Chapter one I hit some birds. The end. <laughs> like, how did they make that a 300 page book? Who cares? No, but I'm telling you, like, that same thing when you feel the plane just drop out of the sky a little oh, bit, dude. bro. Like seriously, like oh, it's like it's, it's sometimes like when you drive over a bump, but much feeling. scarier. It's the worst feeling because you're so you're because so I've had so many moments of clarity on planes because your mind immediately thinks your life flashes before you uh, your I, eyes. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a fucking plastic tube going 600 miles an hour, 30,000 feet in the air. Why am I doing this? It'll be quick and see, if you die. Head, 
Listen, no, man. it won't. I mean, it, listen, it's you better than like fucking crash. It happens in a second. You're either dead or alive, dude. You not necessarily. Crash in a plane for not five minutes and just be like, there's dude, plenty of people that get in a car. There's there's plenty of people that get in a car accidents or fucking in the hospital beds for three yeah, months the and then die. The accident happens quick in a plane. I, you could be going down for five minutes. You're just like, dude, I know. This, see, I'm, go- I'm, I, I'm the opposite. Here, I believe that dying in a plane crash is a good way to go out. No way. Because it's no. quick. It's no fucking way. quick if you die. It's not that quick. You sit there for five fucking minutes as you fall thirty thousand feet out of the fucking. But dude, the, literally, you get you, sucked you, out of the plane. Usually, the air pressure <laughs> drops. There's air pressure drops. You fucking pass out. You're done. You're fucking done. It I rips know open. I'm gonna die anyway, it's fucking. So it's how are you gonna die? The fucking tree is gonna kill me. Yeah, that's I that's actually realistic. Oh no, no, no. Let's be fair. If we're weighing the probability of bad things that happen to you, a tree or a girlfriend. Oh wow! Yeah. A tree happening first. Uh, I I don't. I, I would say the trees in the lead. But um, the girlfriend, <laughs> the, the, the tree's in the lead. <laughs> That's the name of Richie's autobiography. It's coming around turn four, and the yeah, tree's in the, the tree, lead. Yeah, the tree has a leg up. Um, but no, flying is... Uh, I, I, I've I been flying by myself since I was like... I went down to Florida every year. But the one time, I, I was like, fuck. We were, I was with my sister. We went down to Florida. And on the on the way down, the plane hit like one of those pockets where there's no air. Yeah. And literally, it. I've, everyone knows those dips when you hit turbulence. This was a straight up that you felt like you were just falling. It it was fucking horrifying. A free fall. People say you could drop like 500. It was about that. Seconds. It was, yep. dude. That's what it was. And literally, I just remember being like, ah, oh, I kind of just froze. Listen, if I if I react to a crash the way I did to that, I'm gonna be completely frozen and not know what happened anyway. I, I still think the best <laughs> the best flight I ever took was I had to take a red eye out of Vegas to Houston, Texas, when I was coming back from CES like six years ago, and that was the worst turbulence because it's also like it's pitch black. It's 1 a.m. We're flying out. We're going to Houston, yeah. and I sat next to this. I, I sat next to this chick who like like she. Like she saw, I was like freaking out a little bit. I'm like watching a movie on my laptop, and she like she she goes, "Dude, try one of these." And she gave me she gave me a fucking edible. Yeah, and dude. I, and yeah, hold I don't on, know how I, react with that. Honestly. And let me tell you something, right? Oh, it's nice. Being inebriated on a plane like that is a religious experience. Dude, I did that when we flew oh, back man. from Vegas. I I got the uh, the brownies from yes. uh, one of the dispensaries, and I ate like half of it before I got in the plane. And I, dude, I felt great. Vegas is not a, it's not a very short flight either. It was uh, I felt great for the whole fucking flight. I watched um, I wa- I pulled the Josh. I watched Endgame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, this is my first year not going to Vegas in like fucking four years. Four Fuck years. you, COVID. Dude, it's I was saying like. This past year was the first time I've not gone to a baseball game since I was like three years old. At yeah, least one rough, baseball man. game. That and like the same. Obviously, we talk about concerts, but like I need to go to a baseball game this year. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I I think we're going to be going to Greg's bachelor party. I don't know. Um, when is I, that? They, it's April it's April third, but Saturday. I. I still know what's going on, like in the industry of like ticket sales. There, there is no plan for fans right now. None like they've sold, they've sold it. tickets, but the team and the city doesn't have any plan for fans. Like I think some places wound up with some fans in there. Baseball is probably the most realistic sport where you should have them, because yeah. um, you can space out there. I feel like better than at like a college football game and shit like that. Um, but. And it's outdoors, obviously, in the summer. We'll see. You know, when you buy tickets open to a stadium, college, yeah, yeah open buy, stadium. When you buy tickets to a college football game, and you find out it's a dry campus, right, Richie? Yeah. Oh, the Rutgers game, the Rutgers game that Manfro got the tickets for. <laughs> Gamecocks aren't. Gamecocks, you can fucking get shit faced. That, see, that's nice. I mean, I've never gone to a college football game. I've always wanted to. I, w- also, I would love to go to Ohio State, Michigan, so, <laughs> in the worst way. I, I would go, and I would just, I, I, because I, I need to see Michigan lose forever and always. Dude, you, it was so funny. You were all in on betting on them last year, and then that one bad bet. You have been fuck Michigan since then. Because Army almost beat them, and they 
should have because Army was not fucking good. And they didn't cover the spread. They, not even that. Army was the fucking Army was the underdog, so they were plus seven and a half. So they did cover anyway. But I wanted them to lose. No, I want I wanted Michigan to lose anyway. I didn't give a fuck that they covered. Fuck them. Fuck Michigan forever. Okay, what if I told you at the end of the season the Broncos are going to fire Vic Fangio and hire Jim Harbaugh? What do you say? Because, th- th- listen, I don't associate Jim Harbaugh with Michigan because Michigan usually is at least competitive. Well, I- I'm going to make an argument. Uh, and Michigan hasn't really been competitive the last three years. So yeah, I don't. What, what, so so when I think of Michigan, I don't think. I, I, I think of fucking like Chad Henney and Car- and Michael Hart. And I think of like Braylon Edwards. Chad, I, I, Jake Long on Michigan. Jake Long, yeah. I, I don't think. Of that, I don't think of G- of John Jim Jim uh, uh, one pissed Harbaugh. I don't, right, I don't <laughs> think of Jim Harbaugh. I think of Jim Harbaugh taking the fucking 49ers to an NFC title game and then to a Super Bowl. Um, uh, b- building up Andrew Luck at Stanford. So I here's the thing: before he took Holy over, shit. they were even they yeah, were dude. even more Holy of a shit. they were a bigger joke. He got them at least somewhat competitive for a little bit, and then he did the same thing he did to the 49ers. He wore everyone out. It was the first two yeah. seasons. Michigan was very yeah. good. Jabril, but Pe- they, but they, Jabril Peppers should have won the Heisman. Yeah. And they yeah. still couldn't fucking beat Ohio State. Like, if you're getting becoming the head coach of Michigan, your one job besides the national title is to beat Ohio, beat State. Ohio State. And he Ohio hasn't State. been able to beat Ohio State. He needed just one signature win over Ohio State. Not one. And that would have... Uh, one, but here's the thing. One would have bought him more time under scrutiny yes. than losing all of them. He's lost all of them and not just lost, gotten crushed. They're not competitive against Ohio so, State. So since and no, listen, Jim Harbaugh is a good coach. He ain't Urban Meyer. Right, I understand that. So uh, now that we're on now we're on this topic kind of with college football and specifically Ohio State, I want to bring up something that Mr. Dabo Sweeney said. I agree with his rankings, but he's wrong. No, he's not wrong. Ohio State should be in the playoff. No, absolutely shouldn't. And I'll explain to you why. Yeah, they should. No, they shouldn't. Who's looked better? It doesn't matter if they've looked better. They've had shorter games, They've they've only played six games this year. I understand that, but this whole fucking season is fucked. No, but listen, I I understand. And the quality of the wins. But I understand that. But if you look at... Then why does every... Then why did most of the... Every other team in the college playoff have to win 14 games, and and Ohio State only has to win eight. On paper, you're right, but you're wrong. I'm not wrong. But at the same time, (laughs) I understand... That it's That's locked. what I mean. That's and, what I, and, and life isn't fair. I get it. It should be more than fourteen. But the, listen, we were calling for a college football playoff for so long, and now that yeah. it's here, it's even worse than the fucking BCS was. At least the BCS was fun and exciting, yeah, yeah. and at least you had to figure it out. It was like when the bubble teams would find out if they made the tournament. Sure, or not. that at least added more excitement. Now, almost the last four years of the fucking college football playoff, it's been you know obviously Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, this, Clemson, Ohio State. I get it. But it's going to be Alabama and Clemson. I think it's an absolute joke, and I completely agree with Dabo. LSU last year. <laughs> yeah, but LSU ran the table. Yeah, and now look, at he sold his soul for that fucking he title. Absolutely. Because they're so garbage did, so now. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Really. Well, look who they lost, too. Yeah, their quarterback, their running back. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, they, well, you know, it's a level, they, they weren't even competitive. Like, Ohio State has lost guys. Bama's lost guys. Yeah. And every single year. Of course. Ranked. Yeah, they're not even ranked. They're, what were they? They weren't even ranked. They've only like, won five, five games, I think. No, listen, and I understand, and I know Urban Meyer, and I know this. Ohio State's a very good team. But guess what? Oh, could you set up a hit lock on that? I don't know why it turned off now. Or just wave your hand, Taylor. That'll turn it on. No, it didn't. Okay. But anyway. Whatever. You can leave it off. It It doesn't matter. But it goes to what I'm saying. Oh, that worked too. 
Ohio State's not going to win, so why waste our time? Because they're not. Listen, okay. they're, they're, they're not going to be Clemson. I, I agree. They're not going to be Clemson. I, so why no, waste you know our time? time? Why disagree? I disagree because I'm a I'm an Ohio State fan. But, but they're not going to win. Are you really? Yeah, because of Jarvis. That's <laughs> what got me really into like following college football hardcore was Jarvis well, being an Ohio State Dame. fan. I love Notre Dame. No, they dude, don't deserve to be in it. Fuck Notre Dame. Alabama. Fuck them. Fuck Notre Dame. Dude, fuck Notre Dame because oh, oh what? They, they, fuck they, the Gamecocks because they don't because they don't have a fucking conference. So now we're going to be in the ACC for two years and when they get random. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. One thing, they need to be in a set conference. Fuck you, B- okay. ACC title so let me, game. let me tell Fuck you off. the reason. And you, you got what you deserved when you played fucking Clemson <laughs> with no Trevor Lawrence and none of their real fucking starters. And what happens when the best call, when the best quarterback in the fucking nation comes back? What happens? You take them out to the fucking woodshed because you know why? Notre Dame has been overrated and and, over, and overappreciated for the last fifty. Every time people, years. everyone thinks they're great again. They fucking blow. You it. Notre Dame has been great. They you realize the last time records, but big games they blow it. Every time. You realize yeah. the last time Notre Dame was a legitimately good football team, they ran into USC and Pete Carroll and Matt Leinart. That was the last time they were oh, a boy, legitimately yeah. 2006. Okay. That was a, that, they were legitimately yeah, they a very good team. When Brady Quinn was a When they went show. to the fucking title game. Remember when they played <laughs> Alabama and Alabama when, the Manti Spain The Manti Teo year. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, but, okay, so let me let me justify this. Um, I agree with you on paper. Everything makes sense. But we know why Ohio State was chosen. Ohio State. Because they're Ohio. Ohio State. They're going to make in a year where they lost in a year they lost so much money. The NCAA, which is the greediest group of cocksuckers, more than the NFL, NBA. They need the team that's going to bring in the highest ratings and the most revenue. And that's Ohio State. And they're, they're, people can argue about the level of competition. It is it is superior in Ohio State. When you watch them play, it's different. I agree that on paper it makes sense, but I get why Ohio State's there. So why am I going to be mad about it? It's it, it, no, You know I, why? You I'm knew not, it was coming. Listen, yeah. I, listen, I'm not mad about it. I'm just telling you that they shouldn't be there. What and if they win the whole thing? They're not going Okay, to. but in, in, in no, the chance no, that they no, can. There is no chance. But like, no, it's I want you to just ride with me on a hypothetical. No, because it, because the, the hypothetical is not even remotely realistic. No, but the, the, just just speak the hypothetical. An injury could happen. We know these things have happened. We've seen plenty of crazy shit happen, so I don't know why you're acting Trevor, like this. Trevor I agree Lawrence. that they're going to lose. I agree that Ohio State's going to lose. But on the hypothetical, with your argument being that they shouldn't be there, if they win the whole thing, does that not invalidate? Because you're not saying that Clemson shouldn't be there. You're not saying that um, Alabama shouldn't be there. Because I agree completely, but we've seen crazier shit happen. I, we've listen, seen crazier shit happen. I know, I know. So the, if, the, the, if Ohio State wins it, the, the argument's crushed then, isn't it? No. You could still say they shouldn't have been in there, but they did it anyway. It's like if the fucking Giants somehow win the division and go on to fucking no, make it to the no, NFC no, title no, game. I, listen, I, I just, I'm just saying, I, but I, 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 don't I don't think it'll happen, but I have to prepare myself mentally for it. I didn't think the Giants were going to beat the Patriots in 07. Josh definitely didn't. He had a balloon that said 19 low on it. He did. Yeah, he had a fucking Patriots balloon, this cocksucker. But anyway, everyone needs to get off. Anyone, everyone, fucking Dabo's dick because he's a, he's, he's a thousand percent right. Because he, he even said flat out, I know they're a great football team, but they haven't played enough games. So that's why that's why they're ranked I eleven. Think Cincinnati, they're outside of the top yeah. ten. And then the Flor- he, Florida, like bro, past two seasons, been undefeated. I, I will say, yeah. fuck Florida. I will say, a legit. Don't, they're actually a pretty good team. And Trask actually lost the. Heisman. I bet the state of Florida. The, the fact that Mac Jones is going to win a Heisman instead of Trask is fucking bullshit. But on top of that, I think it's great. The ultimate slap in the face and how much he really. 
really doesn't care for Ohio State, Dabo Sweeney. He rated he, he ranked Coastal Carolina yeah, nine. Dude. I love it. I, I good too. Yeah, I, but like but like real in in reality, yeah. over Ohio State, Coastal Carolina. That's come a slap on. in the face. All right, I, I, I do like that. I just realized something. We still have to do our top ten movies and uh, albums. Oh, we do. This is Taylor's one hundredth episode as the co-host since oh, taking right. over for Ralph. So you're here for this. So we decided to do our top ten albums and top ten movies in the time we were on the show uh, since Taylor came on the show. Josh, you have yours as well. I do. All right, so um, do you want me and Josh to start? We'll go in a circle. Yeah, no, why don't we just do like 10, 10, 10? Yeah, that's what I figured. You know what I mean? So, Josh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, so my number 10 album is one you gave me recently, uh, Alpha Wolf, A Quiet Place to Die. Uh, fucking love the album. I listened to the fuck out of that. I'm still listening to it, so that's my number 10. It's my album go to, this year. Go to music, Josh. All right, so uh, my number 10 is, uh, I, I went with stuff that I'd never heard before. Sure. Or stuff that you've turned me on to. Or okay. stuff that you I did the same thing because you gave me a few that I had listened to before. Or stuff that you've changed my opinion on. Which is nice. And that's what number 10 is. Number 10 is Pretty Odd by Panic at the Disco. I had negative thoughts about this band coming into the week that you gave Dan this album. And I listened to it and I was like, you know what? They're not that bad. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. It's a very well-made album. It's yeah. very well-made. That was the last album before the like of the actual band Panic before Brandon Urie was just Panic at the yeah, Disco. Yeah, like Gwen Stefani else. becoming No Doubt entirely. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way, I saw a video of Gwen Stefani the other day. I mean, good for you. She's still but like, whoa, dude. You yeah, look completely different. Yeah, she got a lot right. of work done. She still God. looks good. I but mean, no, I'm saying she yeah. looks great. But like, I'm talking like I rem- I still like the No Doubt days are still in my head, and like just it's not there. Are you a holler back girl? Absolutely. <laughs> there was a night. This shit um, is bananas. Um, Ralph. B a n a n a. We were hanging out with Ralph and his wife, and Ralph's wife started doing the the bana- uh, She started doing the chorus from it. She goes, "Few times been around that track, but it's not just gonna happen like this." Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. We've been happen like this. We, yeah, like literally, we say it all the time. That was a good one. So, Stupid. what's your number ten movie, Taylor? My number ten movie of the year is also a movie you gave me recently, and I also said that it was gonna be on the list when I talked about it. Number ten is Tenant. Tenant was fucking great. The new I, Christopher Nolan movie, I Richie. Like, I like Tenet a lot. It's so good. I haven't seen it. You need to see yeah. it. I like his Tenet a lot. Man, his It's a mind fuck. Good. You really, yeah. don't, don't. That's what I hate about his Don't movies. smoke before watching it. You're going to be very confused. I've had the ability to watch it again after the fact, and I understand it a lot more Yeah, now. for sure. So, yeah, number 10 is Tenet. Alright, my number 9 album is At the Gate, Slaughter of the Soul. What Richie, a fucking game changer. Like, one of the OG album. metal bands. This shit hits. Text me if you want all these or listen back to yeah, it, because these yeah. are these are all fucking great. Richie, one of the best metal albums I've ever heard. That that metal album that he just said at the gate slaughter the soul it sounds like as it lay dying in like 2005 and it came out in 1994. Yeah, really? dude, it's okay. some old school metal, yeah, but it sounds like, like good shit. it's it's good. You like? Thank you, man. All right. I mean, you only went to Warp Tour with me. Yeah, you got me in a lot of good fun. Josh? Uh, All right. My number nine is uh, a band I'd heard of a bunch of times, but I never really fucked with. Uh, A Lesson in Romantics by Mayday Parade. Oh, great Uh, fucking album. Killer album, front to back. Uh, Really enjoy this one. Some of the songs on this album are in my day to day playlist. Nice. Uh, So that's my number nine. That that one warms my heart the most, those two albums specifically, because those are two I was sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Mayday Parade. That's a really good album. I don't even like Mayday Parade all that much, but that album has such a. like a like a, a soul place in my heart because like that's the album is perfect. Yeah. It's literally perfect. All right. Uh, number nine from episode 57. How oh, you write the episodes too. Oh nice. My God. Episode, Good work. Episode 57, Us. 
Us was awesome, Fuck dude. Yeah, I dude. Fucking Us was fucking Us, great. Because, you know, I, listen. You and I saw that, right? I, yeah. I, I, it's it's no secret I can't stand horror movies. Yeah. But Jordan Peele has this way of telling a story. Oh, he's great. And, break, and breaking tension with really, really good comedy. Oh, my God. Um, the, when the fucking Beach Boys start playing, yeah, dude, it's, fucking it's fucking great. great. So yeah, I, I really love this when movie. Fuck the police. Come fuck in. the police. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's Tim yeah, Heidecker. Yeah, I can't wait till we can start doing that again. Like, Because you and I would do this thing. We'll go to Kenalon every so often and watch like, like, a, like a new horror movie. I'm like a Thursday night. We saw Midsummer. We saw. Uh, and then us, oh, I love doing. That. I went with Grow How a few times, yeah. so that was cool. Um, number eight, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties. We don't have each other. That's great. Um, being the lead singer of a band, that, another album that will be on this list uh, from the Wonder Years. Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, it's a completely different Dan kind Campbell. of sound. Dan Campbell. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins' former interim head coach. Um, also lead singer of the Wonder Years. <laughs> yes, um, it, it's a different sound. I, it's folky. It's kind of weird. The lyrics are great. Love that album. It One has, of my favorites. Has that really depressing songs. Uh, love in the American South yep. or whatever. It's got some really depressing stuff on it, but a great fucking album. Uh, this is another instance <laughs> of, uh, of of an opinion that you've changed on somebody I had. And I, um, May I please guess? Yeah. Is it currently the sweatshirt that you're wearing? It's not currently the sweatshirt that I'm wearing, but it's the front man of the sweatshirt that I'm wearing. My number eight is Boxcar Racer's self-titled album. Great fucking album. Uh, you know, uh, you guys know my feelings on Blink-182, and the thing I hated about Blink-182 was fucking Tom DeLonge. Yeah. And I Dude, always loved the, the tracks where Mark was singing because I felt like they were more punky. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I was always a Mark guy, too, but I like Tom in Boxcar Racer and Angels and Airwaves more. Yeah, and you know, we'll get to Angels and Airwaves a little bit later on my list, um, and I'll give a, a you know a little bit of a reason why, uh, but yeah, boxcar racer, you, you've changed my opinion on Tom DeLonge. He's fucking, a, a, he's, he's a great. genius. Yeah, he's, he's fucking, fucking great he's though. really good. He's also out of his mind. Oh, he's yeah. crazy, but that's but, most great artists are. Yeah. Okay, so my number eight movie from episode thirty-eight, going okay. back a ways. Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky is amazing. Vanilla Sky was fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, I just love my favorite part of that whole thing is during the dream sequence when he's when he's fucking. Uh, what, what the fuck's her name? Selena Vega. Uh, <laughs> Selena. I wish it was <laughs> Penelope Cruz. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Selena Vega. That would have been nice, dude. Same thing. And I love that, like he's just like in the dream sequence having sex with her, and he just screams. She would have oh, been what like, the "What fuck is going on?" Five, yep. six yeah. years old at the time I, of that I don't movie. Know. Oh, even better. I was talking about now. <laughs> no, dude, that's uh, I watched it with the landlord recently. She had never seen it. It was like a random Saturday morning. Yeah. I just turned it on, and she was like, "This is weird." Then she's like, "Oh, okay." Also, I get it. Anything with Jason Lee in it is Jason Lee's great in that movie. I love Jason. That's a really good one. Uh, my number seven album, Taylor, is one of your namesakes. Uh, Valencia. We all have a reason to believe. Uh, always been one of your favorite albums. I had heard quite a bit of it from you through the years of songs playing. Uh, this is a damn near flawless album, lyrically, musically. Absolutely love it. Uh, I should get a tattoo of it. It's my first tattoo. <laughs> dude, I, I, that's 10 years with that thing. It's either I'm going to get that tattoo next or a Foo Fighters tattoo, dude. Uh, okay. Zelina Vega was 11 at the time of Vanilla Sky. You actually looked it up? Yeah, I did. You weirdo. What, what, uh, what year did it come out? 2001. Oh, so it was after her, her dad. <laughs> that's so fucked up. <laughs> to be honest, I, I, I really don't know what you're talking about. So. Her dad died on September 11th. Like, no, he just had a heart attack. He didn't die in oh, it. Oh, no, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, he did. Her dad did. Her dad did die on in 9-11. Oh. You have to say in rather than on, because on just meant he could have had, like, a you know, an aneurysm. 
know he was in the plane. My so, number seven is a metal band that I'd never heard of before you gave it. Got a little bit of a different sound. It's uh, uh, Alien by North Lane. Uh, really good really album. Dug this album. Yeah. You know, a, a, a way different sound from stuff I'm used to listening to. You know, kind of like fucking uh, industrial sounding. Yeah, facts. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I dug this album a lot. That's cool. All right. I, I love that, man. Because that was one, that was an album I wasn't sure I even liked when I gave yeah, it. Yeah, you know for saying? sure. So number seven from episode 67, ironic, uh, is SLC Punk. SLC Punk is fucking amazing, dude. Our boy Devin Sawa. uh, That's a, man, that is a brutal movie at the end. Yeah, with fucking, uh, what, what, with... uh, Heroin Bob. Heroin Bob. Yeah, that's a a great one. It's one of the few movies where Matthew Lillard isn't just annoying. He's really good in that movie. But um, yeah, really good one. Um, We're on number six. My number six is A Tribe Called Quest, People's Instinctive Travels, and The Paths of Rhythm. Classic. Classic rap group, one of the best ever. Uh, from start to finish, this album's fucking great musically. One of the most unique sounds in hip hop you'll ever hear. Uh, lyrically, it's fucking great. Just a fucking awesome album. Has one of my favorite songs ever. I mean, can can I kick it? Hell yeah, dude! Can I kick it? Is a fucking banger yes. every single time. Yes, you can. Yes, Josh. Uh, so my number six is uh, Slaughter the Soul by At the Gates. Uh, like Dan said before, you know, real old school metal guys. You could tell uh, in the sound of this album that these dudes really fucking set the mold for a lot of the bands that I listened to in the early and mid two thousands, like Shadows Fall, uh, Kill Switch Engage, Mushroom Head, Mushroom Head. A lot of those Sugar. types of bands. Um, great fucking sound. Really heavy shit. Exactly what I'm into. I fucking love this album. Yep, sweet dude. All right, so what, you said six. Six. Right? Number six from episode 71 and my hospital episode, Midsummer. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Look at Richie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, dude? You, you didn't, didn't like, like it? that movie really fucked up. <laughs> dude, I was I fucked was up when Josh and I saw it and I was yeah. bugging out. The one when she puts her hand in the grass, I was yeah. like, no. Nope. Dude, I didn't have a single problem until they hit the old man's head with the fucking mallet. <laughs> like, yeah. Dan saw me jump in the movie theater like, oh, oh God. I know, and it's funny, like, when that happens, that hap- he did that. That in the movie, and I, I was fine. But the scene when she they show her sister in the family, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, yeah. And just the sound of her scream. And my buddy oh. has the best quote about Ari Aster. He gets off on the sound of a woman screaming, screaming like horrifically. Between that and Hereditary, Jesus. <laughs> oh, the, the mom. Oh, yep. God, man. Yes, All right, my number five, a recent one, Dayseeker Sleep Talk. Um, this you hype this album up hardcore, and you can also uh, often fall into the trap when something is so hyped up that it disappoints you. Yes. This one doesn't disappoint on any single front. One of the best albums I've gotten on the show for sure. Top five. Shit. Uh, number five for me is, I think it's either the first or second album that you gave when we came back from the quarantine episodes, which is Lost Isles by Ocean State Alaska. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Really solid album. Uh, I like the sound. You know, this is another band that I never really fucked with before. Um... You know, and listening to this record kind of, you know, turned me on to them a little bit. Uh, you know, there's a couple songs off of here that I've added to my everyday playlist. So, um, yeah, great choice. Which is fucking sick, by yep. the way. That's that's not one I expected to show up on this list. That's fucking great. Number five, my first time ever on uh, my first true episode as a co-host, episode 34, the first movie I was given as a co-host on the show, uh, Halloween. Halloween, the, the remake with um, Danny McBride was working on. Yeah, yeah. that movie was is still phenomenal. Um, I was going to watch it 
but then Dan gave me horror films all October. <laughs> so I just I decided to just you know I should have given you one of the real I should have given you one of the really bad Halloweens like the one with Paul Rudd in it from 1993. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the one with Buster Rhymes. The one resurrection. Oh, resurrection, trick or treat, motherfucker! I would have appreciated if you would have given me Jason X four weeks in a row. Oh, Jason X rules though. I love Jason. X. It's so bad. Um, all right, my number four is the most recent album on this list, uh, just from a few weeks ago. Foxing the Albatross. Um, you know, when you gave it to me, and Josh even thought I was going to hate it, uh, it was like a little bit of an indie sound, but completely I different. I really did. I 100% that, no, thought you were going to hate it. He, he, he listened to it on the way home. He gets on me, texts me, he goes, this album is great. Dan's going to hate it. No, dude. Uh, there wasn't a moment in that album I, I disliked. I grew to love it more and more with each listen. It's one of the most unique sounds I've gotten on the show, for sure. Um, and again, musically, it is second to none. Love the lyrics on it. His voice is great. I was so blown away by that album, and I'm still listening to it. So uh, number three, or number four is Foxing the Albatross. All right, number four for me, uh, you know, this this album, you gave it uh, kind of a perfect time because it led right into the pandemic and it kind of carried a message through the pandemic for me. And uh, thanks to Greg, I guess, on the alley-oop on this one, that's uh, Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs. You know, we, we've been outspoken in how we feel about this album on the show. Great fucking album, great yeah. fucking songwriting. I love this record. Yep. Even, even better dudes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, fucking some of the coolest dudes. Definitely. And I, you know, if you want to, go on Patreon and, and they, they have a lot of really good content. The Doom and Gloom podcast is fucking cool. great. Um, so number four is one of my, is, you know, now I'm in the top five, is one of the best, one of my favorite movies I've gotten on the show and also won Best Picture, episode 85. The movie is Parasite. Oh my God. Parasite is so Parasite fucking next was level. fucking phenomenal. It, I, I still can't get over how good it was, and th there not being too much crazy shit really happening until the last twenty minutes. Yeah, and it's just it, as far as from a storytelling perspective, uh, what what's that guy's name? I almost I almost the director. Yes, Bung Joo Ho. Bung Joo Ho. Yeah. Tells or Bung Hoo Joy. It's something it, yes. Bung Joo. Right? <laughs> Bung Joo? <laughs> Bung Ho Choi. You are Bung Ho Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got me. But uh, <laughs> no, he, he's fin he's fantastic and just realizing all the work that he's done and realizing that he did a oh, movie. Oh, dude, Snowpiercer? He did a movie like Snowpiercer and how fucking good that movie is. Yep. This uh, is leaps and bounds better than that and Parasite really surprised me with how good it and was. And to stand out in a year like last year where there were so many good movies. When when you told me, you when you were giving me this movie, the first thing I I thought of was fuck subtitles. Yeah, and I forgot about them after five minutes. And I'm, I like I like foreign films, but I don't go really really deep with them because yeah. sometimes I can't do subtitles. Yeah. At no point during Parasite was it a distraction whatsoever. I agree. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay, my number three. Only Built for Cuban Links by Raekwon. Um, wow. One of the best rap albums of all time, without question. Probably in my top five at this point, which is a hard nut to crack into. Um, it, it's a perfect rap record. There, I, and I'm saying record. Uh, it, it's fucking phenomenal. I, this one has been in constant circulation since you gave it to me. Okay. It's one when I'm driving. Sometimes I just want something to bop to. It's that. It's, a, it's my bop album for the last, since you gave me it. And it's funny, too, because when I was looking at hip-hop albums to give you, I was just going through all my favorite sure. albums from Wu-Tang Clan. And I, I was it was either between ODB's uh, Return to 36 Chambers. Great album. Or um, uh, uh, Jizz's Liquid Sword. Yeah. Which everybody's fucking listened to. Yep. But nobody listened to, uh, you know, only built for Cuban links, so that's why I wanted to give yep. you that one. Fantastic. Uh, my uh, my number three is another instance of a band I never really fucked with before, but you know I kind of like knew some of their stuff. Uh, it's the Greatest Generation by the Wonder Years. Uh, fantastic record front to back. It's one of those records that you've given that's you know Dan has touted as a five out of five. 
incredible fucking record. Uh, Passing Through a Screen Door is um, on my fucking playlist. I listen to it at least five times a week on my yeah. two-hour drive to work. Dude, it's such an anthem, that song. Yeah. You know what I mean? That whole album from songs like Chaser and Teenage Parents that I just want to yep. sell at my funeral, then to break it up with a song like Madeline, to open an album with a song like There, There, right into Passing Through a Screen Door, it's... It's it's a concept record and it's not all at the same time. It's, Correct. It's, genu- it's, a, it's storytelling. It's genuinely a masterpiece. It the Wonder Years should be bigger than they are. But Agreed. It is what it is, you know. So, by the way, th- th- this is all phenomenal. By the way, I love every single thing about this. Stand uh, up, Richie, Richie. Stand up again. <laughs> um, number- <laughs> the light turned back on. <laughs> number three. From episode 44, my first time ever seeing this movie, despite Dan asking me for 10 years why I haven't seen this movie. Okay. Rambo First Blood. <laughs> yeah, dude. First Blood's the best. Rambo First Blood is amazing. Yeah. It's, I love this fucking dude, movie. Dude, and the thing is, like, Rambo becomes such, like, a, a punchline, like a caricature. People forget the first one is a legitimately great movie. That's why I like it. Because yeah. Because then you made me watch Last Blood, and it was fucking dumb. But it's but great. It great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The, the newest so, Rambo's... The, are, the fucking guy cut, cut some dude's heart out, and then pulled the heart <laughs> out, and he said, I'm going to let you know what it's like, let you know like uh, uh, like when your heart breaks or something like that. He rips his heart out of his chest and he goes, crushes it, plus it on the ground. He goes, it felt like that. <laughs> Dude, it's it's great, but it's like how Rock, you obviously acknowledge it. Rocky One's the best movie, but four is my favorite. Yeah. And for some people, it's three. I but love Rocky Two. Yeah, Rocky Two. Two is great too, but as far as like straight up film, it's Rocky, and then everything else is good, but then they get progressively like four is not a good movie, but it's no. awesome. It's not I love it so much. So Rocky Balboa is legitimately great. I, Rocky Balboa is great. Both Creed movies are great, but yeah. I'm glad that you finally saw First Blood, and I knew it would change you as a man. That's the first time I ever saw First Blood, dude. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my number two was just Josh's number three, The Wonder Years of Greatest Generation. Uh, as Josh said, it was one of the first big five out of fives. Um, for the longest time, was my favorite album on the show. It is a very close second. Uh, you guys named the songs. Uh, Passing Through a Screen Door is legitimately one of my favorite songs I've ever heard. I've listened to it so much. I've listened to the album so much. I've dove, in, I dove into all their other stuff. Um, they're an incredible band. But this album, from start to finish, there isn't a thing I would change about it. Um, it's been one that I've probably... I think last year was when you gave it to me. Yeah. And in New Year's, it was the album I'd listened to the most. Yeah. Uh, by a very wide margin. So number two is uh, The Wonder Years' Greatest Generation. And what bums me out about that the most is that you guys have never seen them live. No, I would love to. It's, I would love to. It's so much fucking fun when they play That's that what their music live. sounds like. I would. That's exactly what I would want to see live. And they sound better live. It's I believe so much... that. They, they seem like that kind of band. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Sempaternal by Bring Me the Horizon. That was a close um, one for me. I love that. The, this record is fucking perfect, dude. Yep. I love everything about it. Shadow Moses is a fucking anthem for me, man. I hear this that shit come on, and I fucking go nuts. Oh, it's so uh, and, and I never listened to them before you gave this album on the yeah. show. Like, I knew about them. Like, I heard A lot of our friends were really into yeah, My like, ex was really into them. Oh, you got to listen to Bring Me the Horizon. They're fucking sick. Like, yeah, all right, whatever. And then you gave this album. I was like, you know what? All right, this is the time. You know, because I, I do try to listen to a lot of the albums as you give them. Some sure. of them I've heard and I'm like, all right, you know, maybe I'll listen to it again. Sure. Um, but you know, you you've you've got you've given a lot of really good albums and uh 
you know, this is one of my favorites. I'm glad that you gave it because I never would have given this band the time of day if you didn't. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you did. Um, I don't know if you would be a fan of the old, old stuff. Like, if you went back and listened to Suicide Season or, like, This Is a Hell, those two are pretty good records. And the thing is, that sound that they created in Sep Eternal, they laid the foundation for the album before. So they have, they have a song on uh, This Is a Hell called uh, Blessed With a Curse, where it's essentially all of Sep Eternal. And they turned it up to 11, really, yeah. with that shit. Cool. So that's fucking great. This is going to be great for Dan. Number two, from episode 99 of You Watch, I Listen, Strange Wilderness. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, Chicago Bears, it's so uh, funny because it's not a good movie, but it's so memorable. Bears get their name from a football team out, out of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. It's one of the best stoner films no one has seen. The literally, like the part it's where so they're narrating the wildlife footage and it's just a fucked up, stupid looking shark. And it, oh, 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 oh. You've seen Strange Wilderness? Is, uh, one that he paints the fucking eyes. Oh, he gets the tattoos of his eye, eyelids. Dude, I've said it on the show, but um, I, I saw that for the first time with Jared Spooner and Kenyatta, none of us had seen it. And the scene in the beginning when the what's his name from Grandma's Boy, uh, um, his drug Dante, his drug dealer and Grandma's Boy, he's driving the car and someone like cuts him off and honks the horn and he just goes out the window. Fuck you, wanna fight, (laughs) Jared? Law. I've never seen Jared laugh hard. Like there's been a few times that's like a top three Jared laugh. And Josh will attest, Jared's laugh is one of the funniest fucking things you'll ever hear. If something's funny, Jared enhances it with his laugh. So Strange Wilderness has to be on there. I agree. All right. My number one album in 100 episodes with Taylor uh, was Josh's number three Spanish love song, Brave Faces, Everyone. Legitimately, uh, I believe it's one of my top five favorite albums of all time. Um, you know, there doesn't you have to kind of like separate like the influential albums because like Toxicity is on there. But like if I'm talking right now, if I had to make a list of my five favorite albums, um, it is on there. Uh, everything about it. Uh, the song Brave Faces, Everyone is one of the most monumental songs I've heard from a band in a long, long time. It should be more significant. They should be more well-known. Um, everyone that I've told to listen to this album came away saying, holy shit. Yeah. There's, this is one of the albums I've told people about the most by far. Uh, no, it is the one by far. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, Greg, by ver- you by virtue of Greg, yes. and then me by virtue of you and Greg, it has been passed on to so many other people because this album is a goddamn masterpiece yep. in every single sense. It's From the so opening cool. track to the end track, there's not one on there that you want to miss a second of, no matter how many times you've listened to it. Uh, Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs, my number one album in 100 episodes. Fuck yeah. Alright, so my number one album. It's Angels and Airwaves. Wearing the shirt for it. Now, a little bit of a story here. It's not my number one album in the sense of it's my favorite album on my list, because it's not. My favorite album on this list is Sep Eternal, but this was a life-changing album for me. Really? Because... That's a bit dramatic. So th- no, no, honestly, think about it this right. way. Like, yeah, he's like, had a goatee ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Fucking jerk off. It so, inspired him to get another iPad. Sorry. So we talked about changing my opinions on people and people in music and yes. Tom DeLonge being one of those people. This is a guy I would never fucking listen to. I wouldn't even listen to his Blink-182 songs, which are some of the fucking biggest hits in the history yeah, of fucking sure. music. And you made me think, wow, this guy's a genius. I'm an asshole. Richie, stand up. You took a band that has been around since the mid-2000s that I'd never listened to yeah. and turned them into one of my top five favorite bands of all time. Yep. Um, That's amazing. And That the, makes so me so happy. The album is I, Empire by Angels and Airwaves. It's my favorite it's album. It's opened up the door for me to listen to all their stuff. They're, they're, uh, now you're they're, a fanboy. I am. Their Love Double album is some of the greatest fucking music that you'll hear. It's legit phenomenal. It's from front to back, it's a double album, and the whole album I love. There's not a song that I don't fucking skip over on that album. Um, and their um, uh, their 
their first album, We Don't, uh, we need, don't need a Whisper. whisper. Uh, again, like that's just something that like kind of like I can't believe I didn't listen to that when we were in high school because I would have been about it. Yeah. See, what's crazy too is that again it was that whole Blink One Eight Two split. You, yeah. You went, people you took sides. You either went Angels and Airwaves or you went Plus Forty Four. A lot of people went Plus Forty Four. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. I. To this day, I I was I lived and breathed Angels and Airwaves. Do you like I, Plus Forty Four also? They're okay. Okay, not I, a big I, I fan. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think they were anything spectacular. I think what Tom was doing with stuff like Boxcar Racer and stuff with Angels and Airwaves more experimental was it was more ambitious to me. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. And I felt Mark was doing more so. He you know he had his own show on Fuse that it was doing really well. Travis was doing things with Transplants and he was being drummers for rappers. He was being like yeah, a he was all drummer. over. He was the biggest one. You that know. Band. So, but what Tom did is it, again people criticized him for it and rightfully so because he did kind of lose his mind a little bit was that he needed to be challenged creatively again for sure and I don't know if you've ever watched it I'll send it to you I might have sent it to you at the time but there's a mini documentary presented by Ernie Ball called uh, Pursuit of Tone with Tom DeLonge and it, it, it chronicles how he came up with you know the uh, the the iconic Blink-182 riffs how he came up with the idea to write the adventure and stuff like that and all the Angels and Airwaves stuff and how it created to, to the Stars Academy and everything it's really really cool stuff I'll send it to you yeah, tonight yeah send it to me Cool. And it's only 45 minutes. So my number one movie from episode 101, the movie I've watched the most, is The Lodge. Yeah. The Lodge the is Lodge my is. all-time favorite movie I've gotten on the show. Now, um, I do have... Dude, Richie, you got to see this movie. It's, it's fucking, fucking wild. Okay. It's fucking I think it's amazing. on Prime. Yes. It's on Amazon okay. Prime. Um, Dude, so it's fucking bonkers. I wrote uh, The Biggest Surprises. Uh, just a couple... Like, sure. Biggest cool, surprises, cool. Good idea. And also The Biggest Letdown. Okay. Biggest surprises were Capone. Capone was great. The Farewell. Farewell. Oh, my God. I was just talking about it last night. Good Time. Good Time. And a movie that I, I, I wasn't even on the show from episode 12, Frailty. Frailty with Bill Paxton. He directed it. Matthew McConaughey. And it was the, only, it was the first movie Bill Paxton ever directed. Yeah. It's a goddamn masterpiece. It's fucking... One I, of the most underrated quote-unquote horror it films. Should be, it's, it's, it's at minimum a cult classic, and it absolutely should be. It should be viewed in like the top, the best lights possible. Now, the big the, the biggest letdowns as far as movies were only two. Okay. One was Ruby Sparks. Okay. The other one was The Sound of Metal. Okay. It was just the bigger, the, the letdowns of movies I was expecting to really like, and I just didn't like okay. it at all. Okay, fair, fair. So. Um, all right, so the next thing I wanted, I wanted to dive into here is uh, I opened the show by saying uh, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. Um, I was referencing uh, Brody Lee, uh, formerly Luke Harper in the WWE. Um, um, Take it. I got to piss back. Okay, go ahead. Um, he, he passed away at the age of 41 from a non-COVID-related lung issue. Um, you know, I, I, I liked uh, Luke Harper a lot when he was in WWE. Uh, if you ever saw his indie stuff, he was fucking incredible. But the thing I loved about him is he was just, you know, paying homage to one of the great wrestlers who ironically died very tragically at the age of 42, Bruiser Brody. Um, you know, the Wyatt family, when they came on the scene, you got you got to realize, like, that whole era of wrestling might be frowned upon, but the Shield and Wyatt family shit was fucking incredible. Um, and Harper was obviously a huge part of that. And, um, you know, he's done good things in AEW, but uh, goddamn shame. You know, like, uh, and then of course we have this douchebag writing for Pro Wrestling Torch. Uh, Bruce Mitchell is his name. Writes an article, pretty much saying that the family should have told us sooner that he was sick. He's been uh, for the last like two months, I guess, in really bad shape. He's been off TV since October seventh, and this guy writes it, um, implying that they're hiding something, and then he gets defensive about it rather than just taking the L and saying, you know what, I fucked up and I needed attention. Talking about that uh, piece of shit, Bruce. Bruce Mitchell, yeah. Um, but you know, the the story here should be is that uh, you know. 
know, a, a very young man who was a very good wrestler. He obviously wasn't one of the big stars. He was number two in the Wyatt family. Probably number three after, um, what's his name, came, Braun Strowman came along. But... Um, the guy's a father, has two uh, two two daughters, uh, you know, married, obviously. But um, just to see the reaction from across the wrestling universe being, like, unanimously, like, this one I'm is... surprised WWE said something. And when they did that, I was kind of like, yo, this dude had to be respected. Like, yeah, very... WWE uh, wouldn't mention him. If they- it, yeah, because he was, you know, a turncoat to them, more or less. But, you know, it's also... That is probably... If it was, like, the WCW era with WWE, they probably wouldn't have. Maybe just, like, a tribute at the beginning. But they're putting together all kinds of video stuff. But, um... Yeah, damn that one. When I heard that, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, um, curveball. I'm, I'm sitting there watching the Dolphins game Saturday, and then that comes in that he died, and I was just like, "God damn!" And uh, I was thinking, like, I, the first thing that um, I said to Ralph was, uh, "Oh, the wrestler death clock. You got to reset it." <laughs> like it's it'd been a while. I feel like since like a younger <laughs> one died. Am I crazy to think that? Like like younger. No, and this one is probably you know all of them are horrific and tragic, but this one is like what the fuck? You're a perfectly healthy guy. Yeah, some of them I got like Umaga, Umaga like, yeah, dying. You know, obviously coming. no one saw Benoit happening or Owen Hart. Even his family. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true. He's like, oh, daddy's coming to tuck me in. He's like, oh shit, dude. That Holy like I still remember. Like, man. do you think Vince has any bigger regrets than the storyline right before that being that he died in a limo explosion? No. <laughs> if you remember, that was the last Raw. Yeah. I mean, and then they do the whole tribute show to him, and the next day they're like, yep, whoops. Take him off the website and everything. You could find him on YouTube, and that's it. And every episode on WWE Network that has him has the disclaimer on the beginning of it. Yeah. But if you go to their website and you look up the lineage of the championship, it's it's not there. It's like, uh, I think it just says uh, WWE champion. It's just like a silhouette. Yeah. They don't acknowledge it. Come on. What was your reaction when you heard about Brody Josh? I know you said Bray is the one that, like, hit you when Bray said something about it. Yeah, man. You know, uh, it it, it sucks to see somebody that young who's still, you know, a full-time wrestler who's still active. you got young kids at home uh you know it's a very unfortunate thing to see uh but you, you know the thing you really take away from it is the the con- the camaraderie throughout the entire industry right now yep you know you got guys that are in wwe still guys that are not in wwe aw impact you know, ring of honor and, and everybody from every corner of every promotion is uh has got something to say about a, an interaction um, Him texting uh, one of the younger guys in AEW after he got a concussion and his nose broken, and Brody got his number to find it and text him and just check in on him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah, like you said, across all the companies, it was definitely fucked. I mean, I, I was like you said, <laughs> Taylor made a joke about it. You're like Luke Harper, the wrestler, or Taylor said that. It's like, yeah, dumbass. Oh well, no, no, you said you said the like the wrestler, and I said no, the trumpet. Player. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. trumpet player. <laughs> so, that would have been, that would have been very ironic if it was Luke Harper, the trumpet player. But um, yeah, shout out. Uh, that sucks, man. He, I feel like because I, I haven't really, I've been away from wrestling. Me too, for, long, for the most for part, a while. And every so often, I pop AEW on to see what's going on and. You know his stuff with the Dark Order wasn't really bad Dude, stuff. Dude, he was really he was good. Doing, he was he was bo- he was like borderlining on a main event guy for. Yeah, a while. I mean, well, even his like right before he left WWE, he had a singles run as well, Intercontinental Champion, yeah, and he yeah. was really good. The dude the could work. Out, beat the shit out of Ziggler. <laughs> he was uh, you know, and like beat the shit out of Ziggler. Had really good matches with him. You just like you see like Braun Strowman said, I didn't know anything, and he knew when to call me out and when to praise me. I've never had a better coach that was a wrestler. So it's just uh, it's a goddamn shame. Really, really sad. Uh, so rest in peace. To Brody Lee, shout out Wyatt family for life. Uh, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Um, did you watch Taylor? They dropped the first clip of the Apple TV Plus documentary coming from Peter Jackson. 
Uh, he's using the same technology he used for um, They Shall Not Grow Old, which okay. was incredible. And it is uh, the Beatles, Get Back. And it's using the studio footage of when they recorded Let It Be that's never been released before. Yeah, all the, I, yeah I need that. All the behind-the-scenes stuff. And they released the first clip of like the restoration and enhancing the vocals because the microphones weren't as good when they were just, just hanging out. Just, so, just stop. Just are stop. they going to interview stop. any No, there's No, there's no current Beatles in it. No living. No, 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 no living no, no, Beatles. No, no, no. I was going to ask. Uh, <laughs> or you know, not going to use any archive footage of any people that may have been. I don't know. Handling the Beatles at the time. A certain Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that covered up. The guy the that covered up. The guy Maxwell Silverhammer. <laughs> you know he's. I don't he's, even remember the name, dude. <laughs> but uh, you said that. it was like yeah, Maxwell. I remember the whole yeah, thing. He covered the whole thing up. He's the guy that got hit, hit it. He, he's the guy that hid the death of Paul McCartney. Did you know that, Richie? Did you know that Paul McCartney's really dead? Nah. No. No, dude, dude. Wait, if I okay, wait. There's a no, document. Really there's a he documentary. Really I, I, you need to go out and you need to watch this documentary. It's called Paul McCartney Really Is Dead. It will open up your eyes. Paul dude, McCartney, the man that it's we it's the think last of, testament of George Harrison. The guy, the man that we think of today is Paul McCartney. Is oh, nothing not more. Really is him. nothing more. What is this on? Than a fake. It's, on, it's on YouTube. Um, okay. It used to be on Prime, but I think it's yeah. just on YouTube yeah. now. Okay. Um, it will definitely change your life. Yeah, and you'll, you'll be like, learn. Holy shit. You'll learn why they grew beards all of a sudden. Like it's it's crazy. There's so much yeah. stuff in here, dude. Um, you're gonna find out why. It was the 70s, and they were taking LSD. But but listen. You, the, they were groovy. No one's ever Did been able to prove. listen Richie, to Sergeant I want you to look really quick right over here at, uh, at Abbey Road. What yeah. do you notice about this photograph? Comment? That it's an iconic album cover, and that old well, big fucking whoop. Only one of them is, three of them have a beard. <laughs> Right? No, look, look at their no, feet. Look a little bit closer. Look at their feet. What do you notice? Oh, doesn't one of them not have shoes on? Paul McCartney, you know why? Why? Because they never bury you with shoes on. And if you look, he's the one that's leading with his right leg. The others are leading with their left leg, showing that he's out of place. He's not the real Paul. This was their way of trying to tell the world that they couldn't tell the world. And listen, and you look at the way they're dressed. Okay. The first picture. Is a, it, it's it's a, like a funeral. You're it's a pre to... Look, it's a preacher. It's... It's the. There's nothing there. <laughs> look, look. It's the preacher, the mourner, the body, okay, and and the grave digger. Yeah. Look at the way they're dressed. Uh, they're implying that Paul McCartney really is, is this dead. Thing on YouTube. How long is it on YouTube? No, like how long's the video? It's, it's like an hour. It's like an. It's like a. I think it's like hour twenty. It's like yeah, a full movie. Fuck so, but this is one of these that's gonna be like. Yeah, dude, you're gonna feel. Legit, it's gonna be like when I watched Aaron Hernandez. I watched the first episode and I was like, I have. <laughs> he to just watched the Aaron Hernandez shit. documentary. Listen, New yeah, England and knew. you find New out England about Paul having gay sex up. in prison. Yeah. <laughs> New England definitely knew what was up with Aaron he Hernandez. Asked for, hey, I need to get out of here or get me apartment. Come on, the NFL. Wow. The, New England never thought what's going on. <laughs> All right, so Taylor doesn't think Paul McCartney's really dead, so we'll move on from Has that. He watched the thing on YouTube. Yeah, but he just thinks oh. it's wrong. Okay. Um, the next thing I had here is unprecedented uh, YouTube video wrong. The YouTube video is wrong. Yeah, he's right. Um, the next thing I read today is that super gonorrhea is on the rise oh God. because of um, people being quarantined for so long and still having promiscuous, promiscuous sex. Um, they're not going to get checked after they have multiple sex partners. There, there's a strand of gonorrhea going around because it has gone untreated for so long because people aren't going to the doctor that it is a, a more aggressive, harder to get rid of form of gonorrhea. Um, Taylor, when do you plan on trying it out? Uh, tomorrow. All right, Richie. Day after yeah, that. Sex first, man. Right. <laughs> When's the last time you had sex, Richie? August. What was his name? Brad. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! You let me lick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, an all-time Richie moment. Yeah, when he said that, and I think like Gary was sitting there I think too. My favorite part is like he, he's like he was he was smoking, and then as on the exhale, oh, 
Hey, let me look at his eyes. <laughs> Was on a fucking exhale too. Um, what else should I have here? Uh, oh, dude. So you heard about the Christmas Day bombing in Nashville? Yeah. Did you hear about this? There was a bombing in Nashville on Christmas Day at 6:30 in the morning, um, and it, it's really weird because the first thing you hear, it, first off, you hear about a bombing at 6:30 on Christmas. You're like, what kind of fucking sick motherfucker? Yeah. It's in front of the AT&T building, um, and obviously, listen, this is not any form of you know prejudice. When I hear car bombing, the first thing I think of is Islamic terror. Like that's yeah, just yeah. that's like an mo, right? This guy apparently had a recording playing, warning everyone to get out of there. He was like, uh, a bomb is going to go off in 15 minutes. Yeah, and some uh, voice. Uh, everyone, please leave your homes. We're not trying to hurt you. Please leave. It was in an RV. Um, so they quick evacuated everyone. It, it went off. A bit, if you saw the damage from it, you're like, that's a car bomb. Yeah. Um, major damage to the buildings. Only three people were injured, thankfully. No massive, no like traumatic injuries or anything. But um, they're trying to unravel what, why. And the guy was in the RV that blew up. Um, they knew who he was. It appears that this is a person that was trying to bomb at T and this is not confirmed yet uh, to stop 5G because it was spreading COVID. All right, Holy these are, these are the kind of conspiracy theories that so many people are into that you're going to see more of these kind of events. I mean, it sounds horrible to say. I hope it was a disgruntled AT and T employee and it wasn't any kind of like radical kind of thing because the last thing you need is this guy being a fucking martyr for any more of these fucking yeah, yeah. losers out these QAnon fucking losers that believe all this shit. <laughs> but like I, the recording is fucking creepy, dude. It's like it, you don't do terrorism and warn people to get out yeah, of the building. Like, yeah, so like, people are like, like is it? For they were like, is it. I've seen some people like, is it actually terrorism if he had no intention to hurt people? And I'm like, yeah, it, you know, it's property damage. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. some form of terrorism. But Jesus, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> what are you doing over there, Taylor? Uh, I'm liking the uh, screenshot that Josh phone. sent in the group chat where it just says, I'm coming out. <laughs> yeah, I said that. <laughs> I, also, I, I also like the photo that he uses for you. What I didn't even see what it was. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Let me, hold on, I'm going to go look right now. You, 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 know what, if you want to throw a real wrench in, in the group chat? Add Richie to it. No. What do you mean? No, <laughs> that's a good picture get, of me. Get get rid of get rid of Quaz and add Richie. Can, that would be okay, so much better. Who started the chat and who can kick Quaz out? Well, I think Quaz started both chats, so he had. So you should do this. Like, just add everybody to the group chat, and then everyone has to leave immediately. <laughs> just add, wait, did you tell Richie about so that? So what I tried doing a few weeks ago, I kind of want to do it right now while Richie's here in honor of it. Okay, it's been a bit. I randomly said to Josh, we were in the group chat, and no one was replying besides Josh and I, and I said, or you were too, right? Me, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's start a group chat with Colucci in it, and everyone leave until there's only two people oh, stuck yeah. in it with him. Because when it gets down to three people, you can't leave the group chat. Actually, okay. it, it, it was you and me, because, <laughs> yeah, was, because so, so wait, hold on, he starts the group chat with all of us, and he adds Colucci to it. And we all, it was like, we, me and him say something quick, and then we leave. And then immediately in the other group chat, uh, Josh said, legitimately panicked. <laughs> You said you panicked when you saw it, and you saw me and him leave. You're like, I know what's happening, and you left immediately. Yeah, I didn't see the I didn't see the message in the, in the Instagram chat. I just knew. I just, just fucking knew. <laughs> this chat starts right away. They're gone. No, no, not me. <laughs> not today. All right, I'm, I'm making one right now right. with everyone. So I'm I'm actually adding some others to this now. If, yeah, if I was Richie, I would have my phone ready. But wait, I would say just wait a second to see if Colucci replies and then leave because the sec I think he left it right away and then we just created another meaningless group chat yes. with those guys. Wait a minute, I'm I'm adding more people. I added some new people to this. Um, I'm add, what is this on? 
Don't worry. You're going to see. It's just an iMessage, dude. Calm down. All right. Hold I on. Make sure I know how to get out of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I'm trying to think who else I can add to this. Um, I don't have Greco's number. Otherwise, I would. Um, sh- who, who else could I name someone, Josh? Uh, uh, Brian Hansen. All right. I wait, th- wait, does I- he have an iPhone? No. No. Good call. Good call. Spooner. Uh, you should add Manfro. Ralph. Manfro. Ralph. 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 Okay. Uh, All right. I have. Quaz. Well, I, Quaz is in there. So right now, uh, of the pe- I d- d- trust me, those dudes are in there. They're already in there. All right. I, I put Greg in. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah, you. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> Wait, don't okay, do it yet. Don't leave just yet, Richie. Okay. okay. Give it a couple minutes. Twelve okay? people. <laughs> so let's see. see let's see on. who gets stuck. Yo, dude, you added Spooner in here. <laughs> Why did you put Walrus in there? <laughs> um. Conversation. Don't okay. leave yet. Don't I'm leave yet. Greg sent the cowboy. Okay. Wait, let's just wait a minute. I want to wait for a few people to reply, not just Greg, and then we'll all slowly leave. Like I'll leave. Should then, I re- like just reply? Yeah, be like, like, "What's up?" Yeah, he doesn't know you're here. Okay, Josh sends that Kalucci. Okay, Kalucci. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine it's a group chat of just like Quaz, Kalucci, and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and Manfro. <laughs> Shit's happening. <laughs> not it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest audio ever. It's fine. <laughs> Is it? All right. So what are we doing now? All right. I got it. All right. Ready? One, two, I'm three. Out. I'm out. Just like Shark Tank, I'm out. Wait, actually, hold on. I'm going to wait a second. I, I, I already All right. Left. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> for real. Wait. I said fuck them for real? So, okay. And so now I'm going to leave. To explain what we're doing, we've essentially added a bunch of random people to a group chat, and we're all leaving simultaneously, and the last three people have to stay in that group chat. <laughs> so we're trying to figure out who's going to stay. Those who's going to be Richie, the last you three. should stay in so we can see who the other two are. <laughs> don't don't listen to them. No, because then we'll never know who the, other, who the other people are. Oh, yes, we will. Because you know, it's going to be Jay. It's definitely going to be Wallers. It's going to be Wallers because Wallers is working right now. And then it'll probably be... Don't FaceTime. What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I said, I just said, so I said, fuck them for real. Richie said, what assholes, man? I said, Richie, when are you coming home after this trip? Oh, God. Trying to plan. Now I'm going to leave. Wait a minute, Richie. So week 17. We need someone to stay in there to update. If you start seeing it's down to like three people, get out. But we need updates now. Okay. Okay, so so what now? Um, we're just Richie's is gonna keep an eye on his I'm phone. Be like, plan for what? <laughs> okay, Bob would plan this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Josh, um, did you leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Um, and uh, the the Padres. Lucci left it. Damn it! All right, well, someone else is getting stuck. Just hang around for a minute. No, if I was you, I'd leave now. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Make him stay. Let's see what Bob. Oh God! What is the bachelor? What is that bachelor party chat? Bob just said. Ralph, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting. Hey, Ralph. <laughs> um, and the last thing I had this here is, this, was about how the, how the Padres, those cocksuckers, got Blake Snell and you, Darvish. Okay. Fuck. Oh, fine. Greg put podcast nonsense. Nonsense. Not probably pro- podcast incest. <laughs> podcast um, nonsense. Yeah. Why does he call it? He's no fun, dude. Yeah. Well, I think what, he's just salty that, that, that I've never asked him to be on. Yeah. That, I, that, oh, that's, that's that's fucked up. No, it's not. He hasn't had any interest in being on. Listen, listen. Oh, okay. He, gets, Rich, he does Greg Rich, things. Rich, I'm gonna tell him. Rich, 
You're Rich. missing out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Plant more seeds of jealousy. Rich, just just letting you know now, I have no say. And I, I I just work here, okay? So that's all him. Wait, wait. Have you ever said we should have him on? That's also yeah. very true. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's your show, too. You never said, let's it's have him on. You, you wanted Tyler in here. I see Tyler once every two years. You're like, oh, we're going to have Tyler. I said, okay. I brought him in because I gave you a country record and I needed backup. <laughs> okay, that that's fair, too. Um, so, Taylor, before, uh, we're going to head into our uh, week, for the burping. week 17 issues. picks. Taylor, uh, this is the last week we'll be doing picks. Unless somehow a tie happens somewhere, then I think we're going to have to do postseason yes. as a tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, what's wrong, Josh? Is there a limit? On what? Keep talking, keep talking. I need are, to check something. Are you having an issue? No, I, there might be a time limit. Keep talking. Okay, on the show? Yeah. All right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, okay, so week 17 picks. Uh, the season's almost over. We'll have uh, playoffs as tiebreakers. I don't know how much time you're telling me I've left. Um, all right. So right now, the records stand out. Um, Taylor and I both went 9-7 and seven last week, keeping us three games apart. And Josh went 11-5. Uh, he has now got uh, four games on me. Or no, sorry. He's got um, three games on me in the picks. Sorry, am I reading these wrong? Probably. Oh, I fucked up writing them. Okay, that's what it is. Um, yeah, I'm four games behind Josh. You're three games behind me. So if we're going to uh, break this up here, uh, we're going to have to start getting creative. Now, Josh is going to go first in his picks, being in the lead, okay. giving me the opportunity to either chase him or... What would you say? Greg left. Greg left. Josh left. Okay. There's only six people. All right, just wait. Um, so I have to choose if I'm going to chase Josh or try to do enough to stay, keep you away. Sure. So Josh, uh, you're like I said, your record's one sixty three seventy four and one. I'm at one fifty nine seventy eight and one, and Taylor is one fifty six eighty one and one. Um, as discussed, the loser of this is going to watch all the Fifty Shades movies and Ray. Um, uh, uh, 500 page, uh, 500 word, 500 page, 500 word essay on the themes of the film as punishment. So, Josh, uh, the first game I have here. Hold is, on, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to jump back into the recording. Okay, all right, we'll be right back. All right, we had a little bit of an audio issue. It was, it was mostly Richie's fault, but um, we're going to do our picks now. Uh, it's the last Sunday of the football season, um, which sucks because it's funny that we're starting over again and we're right back where we started. I know, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Richie, we're starting over again, and your fucking microphone's fucked up again. <laughs> it, nothing changes. Um, so last week of football, no Thursday night football, no Monday night football. Um, it's, there's some big playoff spots up for grabs here, uh, especially with the, the seven, team, seven team being in. A lot of injuries, a lot of teams resting players. I wrote the lines this afternoon, and they've already changed dramatically in several of the games. So um, uh, we'll talk about that. So Josh, since you're in first place, you're going to go first. Um, this is... Is the New York Jetropolitans coming off two straight wins, um, beating the Browns this past week, uh, which, you know, the Browns didn't have anyone, but they still won. <laughs> they, that's all it comes down to. They won. Um, the Patriots coming off the loss to the Bills where they got fucking smoked, and that that video of Belichick freaking out was a fucking riot. I was dying. Um, the Patriots, were, as of this afternoon, were three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Josh. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. Yeah. Do it. Go for it. I don't know what to do, dude. Flip a coin. In your head. <laughs> In your head. <laughs> All right. Let's think about this logically for a second. Okay. It's the Jets. Uh, on the other <laughs> hand, you got... <laughs> 
other hand, got, he doesn't need to say anything else. Now hand, he's going to break down the Patriots. Got, it's the, the Jets Patriots. versus all the Patriots. You know, they're struggling. You know, it's Bill Belichick. He's had a rough fucking year. He just lost to a division rival. You Badly. Can't, you yeah. First time he'd been swept by a division rival in his Patriots tenure. Um, it's since 2000 in his career. You yeah. can't, when you're Bill Belichick, lose a game like that and then lose to the Jets to close your season out. I have to take the Patriots here. There's no option. The Jets might win the game. But the smart pick is the Patriots just because of the man on the other side of the field. I have the utmost faith in him. He's going to figure this thing out at some point, you would think. Uh, it's week but, 17. What else do no, they I'm talking about? No, I'm talking like, about as, as a whole. Because they look lost right now. They, they, they do not look like the Patriots. No, not at all. You know, it doesn't look like a Bill Belichick-led team. But I've got faith in the man. He's the greatest coach of all time. He's not going to finish a, a season out losing to the Jets. All right. Um... I, I was really hoping you were going to take the Jets uh, because under no circumstances will I fucking pick the Jets to, <laughs> to, to, to save my season. Um, I, I can't do it. Like Even last week when they were playing the Browns and the, Dolph- the the Jets beating the Browns would help the Dolphins' playoff chances even more, I was still rooting to the last bitter second for the cock-sucking Jets to fucking lose. So under no circumstances can I root for this team. Even if I needed them to win a game for the Dolphins to make the playoffs, I'd rather the Dolphins miss the playoffs and root for the fucking Jets. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Um, I just think, you know, the the mojo of the Jets is good for two wins. It's not good for more than that. Belichick, if he's anything, you're going to want to do anything this season, it's not lose to the New York Jets because he hates them more than anything in this world. So give me the Patriots, even though they fucking stink. (laughs) J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Fuck you, Bill Belichick. <laughs> Fuck you, Bill Belichick. Bob just went, was that for the bachelor party? <laughs> I said, I said, nice. And he said, okay, well, now Waller's is coming to the bachelor party, and he's, and he's bringing candy. <laughs> so you're taking the Jets, Taylor? Give me the Jets. Fuck Bill Belichick. Jets are going to win three straight. And they're gonna and they're gonna make it even worse for uh, Belichick going into the offseason. Yes. All right, uh, next game, uh, the Baltimore Ravens coming off a, a drubbing of the Giants that didn't even wasn't as close as the score looked. Um, they had three possessions of twelve plays or more against the Giants, just bullied them from start to finish. Uh, the Bengals coming off the win over the Texans. Bengals playing some good football right now. Um, probably keeps Zach Taylor's job safe for a season. Doing it with a third string quarterback now. Uh, the Ravens are eleven and a half. Point favorites on the road, Josh. Uh, is there a chance that the Ravens could win the division? No, right? no, but they they need the win to make the playoffs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's their record? Um, they're uh, yeah, t- ten and four. Or no, they're 11, 11 and four. 11 and I think four, or yeah. eleven and four. But based on conference record, right. a loss would automatically qualify the Dolphins for the playoffs. Um, it's not even just the the playoffs up for grabs. It's as much as the five seed. Right. So it, uh, it's a winner. Right, so they got something to play for. They're playing against a bad team. I'm taking the taking the Ravens. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to take the Ravens. Um, they're they're really hitting their stride. They're a team that I don't think anyone will want to face in the playoffs just because of the way they play. You know, if you get in front of them and by ten points, you could probably run the game down. But they're kind of hitting their stride at the perfect time. Uh, so give me the Ravens, Taylor. Ravens. Yeah, I was going to say there's a few games where you just have to go with the same thing. That's what it is. Uh, next game, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who clinched the AFC North at the Cleveland Browns, who for the you know they've only had a winning record twice since 2007, 2007, and this year. Both times they're in danger of loot missing the playoffs. They missed them in 2007 with Derek Anderson, and now they're in danger of. Despite 
you know, the improvement, a really good story. Might miss the playoffs again. Um, Big Ben is not playing in this game. Mason Rudolph is. Um, yeah. So they're they're resting Big Ben. They're probably going to rest more guys. Uh, the Browns, as of this afternoon, were 7.5-point favorites. But the last I saw, they were 10.5-point favorites. Um, so, Josh. I'm actually really surprised that they're sitting Ben. Uh, He's got I'm a hype. I'm half surprised because, you know, they want to keep him fresh. And he playoffs. looked great in the second half this past week, coming back from 24-7 because yeah. he started calling the plays. You know, yeah. but at the same at the same time, Time, you might have to deal with the Ravens and the Browns in the playoffs with you. I, I wouldn't want to take those chances. I'd want to play the game. But if Ben's not playing, I don't see Rudolph fucking beating this team, especially after the bad blood from last year. That defense is going to come after him hard. I'm taking the Browns. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Mason Rudolph and the Steelers. Um, I I just think that loss to the Jets is one of those ones that... And listen, Stefanski's a very good coach, but this is going to be a test here because the Steelers' defense is probably still going to play quite a bit. They're going to keep T.J. Watt out there because they're going to let him try and lock up Defensive Player of the Year. The defense can still play. you got to think a week off for the receivers. They're going to come back one of two ways. They're going to be rusty or they're going to be good to go, but the offensive line is still banged up. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers. i got to make up some ground here. I'm not playing to not lose to Taylor. I'm playing to beat Josh, so i got to take a couple different ones. Give me the Steelers. Give me the Browns. Uh, Browns are going to Browns are going to not beat the brakes off, but they're going to beat them by a touchdown because the Steelers are going to rest a lot of players. Very good. Um, the next game is uh, my Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Dolphins with the... Did you get to watch any of that game, Taylor? The Dolphins-Raiders game on Saturday? No. Dude, Richie, what was that game like on Saturday? The Dolphins-Raiders game. The last five minutes of it? Oh, my God. Dude, it was the craziest five minutes of the season. It was uh, uh, three lead changes in the last four minutes. Um, Three touchdowns. Because it went to that wide receiver, then the running back. Yep. uh, A ticky-tacky pass interference call, and then Fitzpatrick oh, making God. that fucking... To Taylor, you gotta watch the highlights at the end dude, of it. It was... Okay. it was, game, Dude, man. my voice was fucking gone at the end, because 19 seconds, the Gruden play, played for the field goal rather than the touchdown, had Jacobs kneel before he went in, and 19 seconds, Fitzpatrick heaves it up downfield while he's getting face, face mask. mask. His neck is turned to the side, he catches Matt Collins, so you got the 30-yard gain plus the 15-yard pass and, um, uh, face mask call, kick the field goal with one second left. It was... <laughs> Unbelievable! It was wild Dude, the whole Gruden end of the, on the sideline too. Oh, man. Gruden oh. fucking stinks. Um, the Bills uh, beating the shit out of the Patriots um, swept them. So what's interesting here is it is expected that the Bills will be resting most of their starters for at least the second half. There's only four people left. I left. Okay, yeah. who's left? Who was left? Manfro, Ralph, and somebody. <laughs> and Wallers or Stelly? <laughs> Who left? Uh, Kendall, dude. Bob left. Waller left. Okay. Waller? Waller. Wallers. <laughs> I like Waller better. Yeah, I like Waller too. Waller now. Yeah. Is it so it's Manfro? Ralph. Manfro Ralph. <laughs> so Manfro just wrote in the group the bachelor party group on Facebook. Something is happening, I think. <laughs> you, can you figure out who the third person is? Yeah, it's uh Stelly? It actually looks like four people are left. Fuck out. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. I don't let's... have the other two numbers. I don't. Can I say their number over over? This? No, no, don't, no, don't. don't. We'll do it after. <laughs> I don't uh, care. So going <laughs> back, uh, the the Bills beating the Patriots, uh, but they are expected to be resting their starters. They could technically still get the two seed, but when there's only one bye this year, uh, the two seed doesn't really mean anything. So it's expected that um, they're. It start. It's funny. The Bills started out as five and a half point favorites. As of uh, five p.m., they were one and a half point favorites because it seems to be that they're going to be resting their starters. 
Dolphins played them tough the first time. I'm obviously riding with my team. Dolphins win this game. They're in, but if also they're in if the Colts, um, Browns, and or Ravens lose. So they have multiple scenarios. Thanks to the New York Jets. Give me the Dolphins. Uh, I just that because it's my team. So yeah. I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. Uh, this is a team that's really impressed me this year. Very hungry, very ready to get into the playoffs. And I don't think that they want to get into the playoffs by, you know, some other teams backing losing. in. They want to win and get in. Uh, I, and I and I think that that combined with the Bills arresting some starters, you got to think Josh Allen is definitely going to sit at some point in this game. Taking the Dolphins. Yep. Dolphins. All right. Unanimous. Uh, next game. Uh, means a lot for both teams here. Uh, it is the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Um, it's, you know, they, they still need some help. That's why the Washington game was flexed to Sunday night. But both these teams have to win to have the, keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, the Cowboys coming off the win over uh, the Eagles and the Giants coming off the loss to the Ravens. The Cowboys are two and a half point favorites on the road. Josh. Fuck this game too, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a hard week, dude. Fuck. Who is it? Giants. Cow- Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys always fuck them. They always blow it, dude. They always blow it. Fuck, dude. Give me the Giants. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I agree. Nine times out of ten, that's what the case is. I agree that Mike McCarthy fucking stinks. Um, but Dalton's playing good football right now. Those receivers look really nice. Gallup and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. Um, you actually saw something from Zeke for the first time all season. Uh, their defense is playing a little bit better. Uh, give me the Cowboys on the road. Cowboys. Okay. Good. Uh, next game, the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Lions got fucked this past week, literally on the field, and by having five of their coaches have to sit, sit out because of COVID. So they had all first-time play callers uh, coaching the game. Uh, the Vikings, after looking like they were in a little bit, now look like straight garbage. Um, the Vikings are seven-point favorites on the road. Josh? I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, I'm, I'm not fucking around with that one. I'm going to take the Vikings because the Lions look fucking lost. Actually, you know what? Fuck you. Lions. I'm taking the Lions. Lions. So, yeah, you take the fucking cocksucking Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Taylor? Who? The Lions at Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Okay. Next game, Josh, the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Falcons played the, the Chiefs really, really tight, man. It was down to the wire. One of the best kickers in the league. Chance to tie it. Misses it. Yep. Um, yeah, real nice. Uh, the Bucks are six and a half point favorites at home. Josh? Yeah, the Bucks obviously. Come on. Yeah, I'm not gonna fuck around with that one. Um, the Falcons stink. I'm gonna take uh, the Bucks. Falcons. Falcons. Okay. Yeah. Next game, the Tennessee Titans coming off the loss to the Packers at the Houston Texans, who now have the third overall pick in the draft. Only they don't. <laughs> um, the Titans are set, the te- Titan Texans getting fucked up by the Bengals, and then a JJ Watt rant about um, guys not really coaching. It's crazy that Bill O'Brien. If you read into the dude that is like running, calling the shots in Houston right now, he was a pastor for the Patriots, and now he is running the Houston Texans. He has no relation to football, coaching decisions or anything, personnel decisions. He was a pastor. So very interesting. He outlasted Bill O'Brien, but the the Titans are seven and a half point favorites on the road. Have to win to make the playoffs. Josh. Titans. I'm also taking the Titans. I'm not fucking with the Texans. They look lost. Sure. Who are you taking? Titans. Okay. Jags at Colts. 
Uh, we're not fucking with this one, right? Colts. Uh, the Jags that now have Trevor Lawrence, Richie. <laughs> um, okay. Next game. The Las Vegas Raiders coming off that loss to the Dolphins at the Denver Broncos. Um, the Raiders are two point. The Broncos losing to the Chargers. The Raiders are two point favorites on the road. Josh. Do the Raiders have playoff hopes? No. They got eliminated by the Dolphins. Oh, who cares about this game? Fuck. <laughs> Taylor, comment. I agree. <laughs> fuck this game. Fuck Broncos. <laughs> oh my god! This is the kind of game that there's no meaning to it. It's week seventeen. Pride, dude. <sighs> AFC West. Any given Sunday. Shut up, Alpha. <laughs> the mighty Bouge, dude. Shut up. <laughs> the mighty Bouge. Give me the Raiders, I guess. All right. I fucking guess. I'm gonna take the Broncos here. You're um, such a cunt. I I think <laughs> being such a cunt, you just take all my fucking picks. Uh, all right, then how about this? For the rest of the games, I'll let you go before me. Deal. I'll let Josh, you, me. Sure. Um, I I think the Raiders. That kind of game you lost last week. You quit. You're done. John Gruden is done. Um, I think the Broncos. They played the Chargers very tough. I like the way they're playing. You still see some stuff from. I there's. I still see some things from Drew Locke. I like. I just don't know if he's it. But uh, give me the Broncos. A bad interception. He tried to sidearm that. I know. I know. So bad. But give me the Broncos too. Okay. Next game. The Los Angeles Chargers coming off the win over the Broncos. Three wins in a row at the Kansas City Chiefs coming off the win over the Broncos. Um, have the or Sorry, over the um, Falcons. The Chiefs have number one seed locked up. Um, it sounds like Andy Reid's going to rest his players. The Chargers are three and a half point favorites on the road. Josh. Um. Yeah, yeah I'll just go with the I'll go with the favorites on this one. I'll take the Chargers. If they're going to if they're going to rest, then who knows if they don't rest then fuck me. Yeah. Taylor, I think Kansas City is still going to play, not nearly as high, but even even their second and third stringers I think are good enough. So give me the Chiefs. All right, um, I'm going to take the Chiefs too. I got to make up ground here. Um, you play to win the game, Taylor. Um, so I'm sorry I'm following you on that one, but I gotta I gotta make up ground. What, what, what am I What am I getting mad at for? Because if Josh blows this and I'm following you the whole time. And Josh loses, not me. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but I've taken most of the favorites. I feel like at the end of the day in Week 17, if you kind of follow the favorites, even though it's a couple of days it's out, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. No, it could be, especially because right around this time, like you're saying, there's resting players. Yeah, people playing for pride who really get like like genu- when there's no like, like, when there's no play, nothing on the line. What like, can you expect? Like genuinely, like like Denver and how many, Los Angeles, how many and games Las Vegas. Us again, um, four four from me, from you and me, and three from Taylor and me. So Taylor's seven games behind me. Yeah. Oh, so I'm not going to lose. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> he didn't say you're going to lose to him, but he's saying you're going to lose to me. Oh, I don't care. He, collusion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. Uh, the Green Bay Packers coming off the win over the Titans at the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears uh, beat the Jaguars, so any hopes of the Jets getting Trevor Lawrence by the Jags losing or winning a game was gone in the second half. Um, the Packers have a chance to lock up the number one seed here. Uh, they're five and a half point favorites on the road. Josh. Packers. Taylor, you Packers want to go first? And who? Bears. The Bears have to win to make the playoffs. Didn't the Packers sell at number one? Uh no. They if they lose and the Saints win, yeah. uh the Saints would be the one seed. So give me Yeah, give me the Packers. Okay. Ooh, how many different do I have from Josh here? A few, I, actually. I have uh one, two, uh nope. Stand up, Richie. Three, yeah. four. 
five. I've okay, six different than him so far. What about and me? I got to make up four um, from between me and you. Yes. Um, let's see, dude. Not that many. Uh, one. Uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> two. We only have two different so far, and you need to make up three. So, do you want me to hear my pick first and yeah, then decide? Now, no, yeah. All right. I want to take the Packers. But you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to I'm going to double down here okay. and try to put my chips in. I'm beating Josh, okay? So, I, I think I'm going to do it. So, let fuck it. I'm going for it. I'm going for gold. Go for gold. Um, the say this. Hi, my name is Jeffy, and I like apples. Um, the Saints at the Panthers. The Saints are six and a half point favorites. Uh, the Panthers coming off the win over the Washington Football Team. Robbie Anderson, um, a guy that you know was good on another team, and uh, put oh, up his. Say. He put up his first one thousand yard season. Uh, he's third in the league in yards after the catch. So uh, it's a shame if a team lets a player like that walk away and sign Rashad Perryman, who never plays more than twelve games. Uh, um, all right. Anyway, uh, the, the, the Saints are six and a half point favorites. Josh. Saints. Taylor. Um, or do you want me to go first? You go first. All right. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah. Who that? Who is Saints playing? The Panthers. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to put you down for Panthers. Yeah. You got to make up ground, dude. We only have two different. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's just like, I'm going to watch these goddamn fucking movies. At this point, I want to. <laughs> What the fuck ever? Uh, okay, big game. Let's watch these fist fuck movies. <laughs> these uh, fuck. NFC West showdown between West fuck between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. Rams are one and a half point favorites. Last I saw, but automatic start, but but uh, Jared Goff is out. Jared Goff. Jared Goff's out for the game. Jared Goff sucks island. Yeah, he's out with a broken thumb, uh, and Cooper Cup was placed on the COVID list today, so he will not be playing. Um, it's a guy who was the AAF, first ever AAF player of the month. Uh, I forgot his name already. Wolfhard or something. Uh, I don't remember what his name is. Wolfhard? You, you never heard of him, but they signed Blake Bortles to be his backup. Um, the Cardinals and uh, uh, Kyler Murray's beat up, too, coming off the loss to the 49ers. Uh, the Rams were one and a half point favorites before the golf injury was announced so josh who are you taking uh, i'll take the cardinals all right taylor rams all right uh i'm gonna t i'm i'm not doubling down i'm gonna take the cardinals in this one um mcveigh stinks fuck him uh next game the seahawks at the 49ers Seahawks lock up the NFC. They locked up the NFC West already. They're five and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, Josh, no theory this week taking the Seahawks. Taylor, Seahawks who? 49ers. Mm, 49ers. Okay. Um, Playing spoiler. I'm going to take uh, the Seahawks there. In the last game, um, the Eagles are eliminated, but if the Washington football team wins this game, they win the NFC East. If they lose, whoever wins the game of the Cowboys and Giants wins the NFC East. Real piece of shit that's flexed to Sunday night. Um, the football team are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Dwayne Haskins will not be playing quarterback for the uh, football team or any other team anytime soon. Um, he got released. Yeah, he got released, and uh, no one claimed him on waivers either. Um, the football team is one-and-a-half-point favorites. Josh. Do we know who the football team is starting? Sounds like it's Alex Smith. That's the plan right now. Yeah. Give me, give me the Eagles because I love Alex Smith, but that guy's got just some bad luck. All right. Uh, 
Taylor. Give me the football team. And give me the goddamn fucking football team. And give me the leg of Alex Smith. Not only the leg, but give me the arm of Alex Smith. The legs of Terry McLaurin. The, the, not the health of Ron Rivera. Give me all these things. Give me Antonio Gibson. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Is he actually playing? He's yeah, been out be. with toe turf. Yeah, why not? Toe uh, turf? Yeah, he's had toe turf for like three weeks. Turf toe. Toe turf. Tur- yeah, turf. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to wait, be fair on, here, wait, wait, that wasn't a bit. That no, was that like, wasn't. That, was legit. that wasn't. Just like you not realizing Richie wasn't surprised wasn't a bit. <laughs> was the bit. So we both had fuck ups tonight. Oops. Um, so, all right. I like my chances to come back and beat Josh. I don't. Uh, I'm, uh, start, I'm gonna watch the movies this week. Uh, you're just gonna start watching them. Watch hey, dude, listen. We took a bunch of different ones. You got a chance here. So let's go, Richie. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll I'll be home the next few. I mean, I'm working the next couple days. Let me. I'll see you before you leave. Yeah. Uh, we'll hang out again. But uh, this was episode 134. You watch, I listen. Um, we'll see you guys next week and happy fucking New Year, motherfuckers. Or don't. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah, that's true. Do what you want. Fart on my balls. Fart on my <laughs> fart on my exposed brain. Fart on my dreams. What the fuck, Bill? <laughs>